We got so many fucking mics. We forget which one we're using sometimes. We got one we too got so many short SM7Bs. Every now and then you just have one too many microphones and it's very confusing for... Sure, SM7Bs. Pick up the best sound. The sure SM7P. It's a great microphone for um, a documentarian such as myself. And pornography. And pornography. And for... Get- I just feel like 90% of your show is just you doing impressions and it's kind of... I don't know. It's kind of annoying. Well, and, uh, be- because impressions... They're not good. They're not accurate. Yeah. Impressions, <laughs> they show that you are an observant person in the, in the world. You know, it's it, you come off as a person who is uh, paying attention to the people around you. You can take in their, their little, you know, to their, their quirks. German just sounds evil, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. The German accent. You know, it's crazy. Like, oh, hello, welcome. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello, I come in peace. Yeah, this is das das Fruten mention. <laughs> Guten Morgen. Every I syllable, come. you're like ah. Yeah, ah, I know. You're like ah. You're like I feel like you're, I feel like you're in uniform. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every Sorry. syllable, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's different. Right. It's different. Guten Morgen. I come. I come yeah. bearing fruits. Guten Morgen, <laughs> Fraulein. It's like okay. Would you mind if I smoke my pipe? <laughs> Germans, like, I don't give a shit at all, but that probably pisses off Germans so much. Yeah, right. Monsieur le petit, would you <laughs> Monsieur le petit. Monsieur le petit, please make yourself at home. We are in your house. <laughs> There's going to be, like, a diasporic Kurd or black person in Germany who's who's mm-hmm. watching this, and they're going to be like, no, it's not annoying. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. Uh, like, somebody had to. Yeah. yeah. Somebody had to, finally. Like they're still too comfortable with the yeah. tonality. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't really yeah. switched yeah, right. the vibe. Right, right, you think after right. all they've done, you would switch up the accent a yeah. little bit, you know, right. like soften the. <laughs> Try to make people no. a little bit yeah. less, you know, a little more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to just tap into that discourse for one second, like yeah. the. We were we were German before Hitler, yeah. Yeah, we can't let one man define us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was one bad guy, and we all just kind of missing him. That's supposed to be the guy. We already gave him the mustache. We can't let him have the it's culture. Like, uh, there are a lot of people behind that guy, though. Yeah, I love when historians are like, "This could have happened anywhere. Anyone would have. Anyone would have done the same." <laughs> right. Have you ever talked to a right wing person who's like, "You probably would have been a Nazi too." <laughs> Probably, yeah, probably not. I hope not. <laughs> I probably literally wouldn't have. Maybe would have been one of the hundreds of thousands of people that left. Right. <laughs> well, that right, was like, right, oh my right, god. Right. You mean like you mean me? <laughs> yeah. It's like you right. mean me or a hypothetical person? Me? Right. It's like the human mind's really fascinating. Yeah. When, when dominant, you know, you're, you'll just do whatever someone tells you. Right. Like, yeah. Right. It's like, well, let's think about the people rallying in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania today yeah. versus us right now. It's right. like you don't think there's any implicit bias involved. Right. That submission right. Any to historical power? precedent at play here? It you took know? like it took like a long time for the them to seize power too. It wasn't like it was years. right away. It was yeah, like a yeah. decade. It took yeah. a long time. Yeah, and a lot and, and of it like, was normalized for years. Yeah, and a lot of uh, political loopholes. Like you know, not, nothing going on right <laughs> yeah. now in the current atmosphere right. or anything like that. Right. Trust me, people. Yeah, trust me. me. I love how that's <laughs> our version of it. Yeah. It's like. A, 
This is a fantastic Subaru. I love the detail in it. It's yeah. just a scam artist. <laughs> a beautiful, it makes sexy perfect deal. Sense. It makes perfect yeah. sense. It's it's the McDonald's version of yeah. You know, like beautiful cupholders. Hitler was like a shitty little short, angry fuck who like represented how pissed off Germany was after World War One, getting fucked over right. from World War One. Yeah, and Trump is just like. I'll make a sexy deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do it. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. He's just a fantastic businessman. You know, yeah. he's just really his business acumen. He's he runs a country. Is a country like a corporation? A corporation that happens to burn people <laughs> alive. Literally, literally, like he probably would have been like Hitler. You just there's no charisma. The outfits are great. Yeah, I really love him. But- What's the obsession with beige? Can you break it down for me? Hugo Boss, I hear he's a homosexual. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say it's like interesting to like try and like unpack or unravel the. I mean, there's been a million and one fucking articles and think pieces about, about Nazi like Germany. Nazi Germany and then like the the parallels yeah. with tr- Trump in the U.S. But like, it'd be interesting to. I haven't because I don't. In, I don't kind of sit in the. I call it like the political circus right, yeah. right. thing and like all the drama and all that. I don't, it's the characters yeah. of the TV it's literally, show. Yeah, yeah. It's literally yeah. bread and circuses shit. And we could yeah. literally in the real world be <laughs> forging the next system <laughs> right. into reality, you know, yeah. as poor yeah. working class people if we really wanted to, but it would be interesting to kind of like look at Trump's timeline currently and like the cultural dynamics that are unique to the U S versus like Hitler in, in his yeah. time. Yeah. And it's like the the main thing I think about is Trump's, and it's not even just Trump, it's kind of like the ruling class based in the US. There's like something distinct about it in terms of like the short-sightedness and like kleptocratic nature of it. Yeah. Like everyone's just really just thinking about as close to the immediate like person and family yeah it's not as much of a i guess it, it depends on what what sector of the ruling class we're talking about or the petty bourgeois yeah. i guess because it's like there's there's people who definitely have an agenda that goes beyond oh i want to be rich immediately myself right and people talk about all the time like the religious fundamentalism and like yeah, just like fundamentalist Christian shit, Bible th- thumper shit. Um, yeah, but I don't think that's I don't think Trump is is in that. Like, and and I think he like represents another stratum of the ruling class that yeah. is more just like I don't know if you if you were to if you were to turn the cameras and mics off and get them in private and be like what is your philosophy mm-hmm. and you yeah. were somehow able to get an honest answer it you get the sense that there's this almost like randian objectivist or nihilistic i was going to say tinge to their yeah. orientation like they know this shit is they're like the shit is going down and sure maybe it's not inevitable but like i'm not giving up this pleasure that i'm getting right now yeah you right. know i mean i like when you say nihilism i'm i'm thinking back to it. you remember when trump was on uh on his like campaign tour and he was like 
He's like, you know what my favorite book is? The Bible. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he yeah, like yeah. pulls just pulls out a Bible and you like absolutely right. know he can't quote a single right. verse from well, the Bible. Well, and then someone asks him, like, what's your favorite Bible verse? She's like, I guess I, I like them all. I love the right. whole thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus wept. Probably because like, Jamie Foxx is doing that impression of him. He's like, uh, he's like, I love Def Jam. He's like, well, what's your favorite Def Jam album? I love the whole thing. See what you're trying to do? I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, don't I box see what me it is. <laughs> it's like, I love the whole discography. But feel, it's like, yeah, I feel, yeah, death I, row I feel like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was like, <laughs> but just the fact that he like he has no he has no philosophies going on. It's just like pure unadulterated populism to the point where like mm-hmm. he'll go in any direction you go, and it's it's so unresearched and unrehearsed to the point where like I feel like a savvy like just like quote unquote, white trash presenting person could just like trick him like trip him up so easily and just be like yeah what do you think about immigrants he's like get him out of here and he's like well i think they should be like you know i think the the border should be a little more porous i think even we should abolish borders and he'd just be like yeah 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 abolish sure, abolish the borders uh, yeah i've always said that yeah I've i always- think he cares most about like to me it's just the fusion of white supremacy and then the idea the like the like convincing that basically like the business side of it fusing that with white supremacy was like no i'm just about business and smart economics and yeah just you know conservative values but it's all just white supremacy at the end of the day so yeah. i think well, that's I do, the similarity there i, I do think yeah. it ties into a because I've, I've had this conversation with so many people over the years and it does tie into this point about like there's a lot of people who just be like, well, no, he's just a he's just a narcissist. He mm-hmm. just has a narcissism disorder. Everything else is is secondary. Mm, you know, there's right. people who have that philosophy, and I think there's like there's weight to it. But it it just I I find it interesting in the sense that you know it's like because it's like white supremacy, capitalism, all of these things are just in service to his narcissistic right. agenda. That sure his identity plays into it but other things play into it too you know power domination plays into it but then it's just like pure optic shit too just how does it look how do people perceive me how am i perceived in the world and and i don't think he's actually i think he represents a a cross section i keep using this phrasing but i think i think he represents a cross section of the ruling class Mm -hmm. but not like a majority of the ruling class and that's why i've heard his favorability like his ratings have been lower with not that republicans are most republicans are objectively working class or whatever i'd imagine yeah um but his his ratings have gone down and i'm i feel like if we talk to a lot of conservatives and if you follow like conservative news there's more republicans conservatives that are just like this guy's fucking up the business this guy's fucking mm, up yeah. our money he's, yeah. he's not he's not actually loyal to our program he's just about himself and he's he's fucking us over in the process yeah, and, yeah. Um, well that's where i think the the white nationalist populism comes into play right you're, more, yeah. you're you're arguably more powerful in a country where there's this many poor working class people by right appealing to that than necessarily appealing to the ruling class the ruling class will see it as like a power grab and attach themselves to it right but he's not trying he doesn't give about what bezos or zuckerberg or the- he's trying right. to win over the common racist right yeah. into his side right and i think to your to maybe to both your points it's like the typical republican establishment is like 
you can't be so mask off about this shit. Right. You're saying the quiet like, stuff aloud. Like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> just like we had a, we've had a whole program going for decades. Yeah. Like you can't just pull the curtain back like that. Like everybody knows what's going on and it's just riding on this like this pl- like plausible deniability mm-hmm. and nobody can really quite prove it, you know? Yeah. And when you got all these people just clamoring behind this one man under those exact pretenses well, they're, they're just behind all those republicans because that's where it's going it's going to the mask <laughs> yeah. <and> shit <laughs> yeah that's the hot new shit is I like mean, no yeah. let's actually just be mask off about it it's the same yeah. thing on it's the, it. it's the same thing on the liberal neoliberal side yeah you know oh yeah not to go not to again this gets into this whole dialogue about quote-unquote horseshoe theory which is which is bullshit yeah. it, it conflates right. the quote unquote extremes mm-hmm. of the quote unquote right and left and just to be clear when people are talking about horseshoe theory implicit in that framing is that the quote unquote extreme left is essentially like the authoritarian yeah. left right. which is just it's just right wing it's just like yeah. it's the same it's the same top down authoritarian logic that the right embraces right um yeah i think but, it's a lot more helpful to think about it in terms of that Tupac quote is like we're all the we're at the bottom going for the top. Yeah. You know? Right. It's like if you think about distribution right, right. of power in that right. way. Right. Exactly. And, and like that vertically, yeah. Yeah. And like your yeah. aspirations even, like where do you see yourself? And there's you also know, like progressing to in it. By that like logic making the point that like this the absolute center is the most anti right. yeah. <laughs> Right, which right. doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Either. It doesn't make sense. It's just not. Yeah. It's not plotted along the this proper is, graph. This is yeah. like what Mu- like Elon Musk. He tweeted like some something like, "Oh, you're." I can't remember. It was like it He's was like yeah. the left and the right need to be equally unhappy from censorship yeah, for it to be good censorship. He said multiple yeah. things in this. It's this. It's it's the it's all, same. It's all yeah. Just this neoliberal high debate class. Right, yeah. it's right. It's like th- you're too far that way, man, and you're too far that way. Listen to the voice of reason here. Yeah. Okay, I'm the voice of reason. I'm I'm on. Quit being so I'm on neither side. <laughs> yeah, I'm on I'm... neither side. They're both bad. They're both bad. <laughs> and it's it's almost like it's also this myth of neutrality and like yeah. apolitical. Like, it's like no, no. Yeah. That yeah. everything is political. Everything is political. Yeah. Everything is about power. Everything is about capital. Everything is related to that. You can't escape it. So by taking a point like this stance of neutrality and like being quote unquote apolitical, Mm -hmm. what you're really just saying is I'm falling in line with the prevailing and dominant logic (laughs) of the systems that we're in. That's all that that means. Okay. Whether you're you're conscious and aware of it or not. You're telling me I can't base my whole political identity on the fact that I don't want to annoy people at the bar? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I can't base my whole identity on that? I don't don't really like to get into pop. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, come on. We're having drinks right now. We're literally at a fucking meeting. (laughs) Yeah. That's why it's like, no, let's let's be real about what do you want what do you want in your life and then it's like when you have those enough of those conversations you're like then you're getting to the imagination conversation yeah it's like you talk to one person and you could be have good intentions but it's like oh we need higher wages and we need health care for all and we need whatever and it's like okay we're still thinking within the confines of like this logic and system can we can we just for one second imagine outside of that for one yeah. second? 
it's like, yeah, I mean, as long as this shit prevails, sure, those things are great. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm, exactly. you know, I'm glad to have ten thousand dollars less of student debt. But what if I just had no <laughs> student debt? Right. Yeah. What if that was just right. wasn't even a thing that's on my mind? What you if know? I didn't need to work to survive? Yeah. Instead yeah. of like higher wages, I don't have to worry about working to survive anymore. Speaking of mask off, uh, the dude who fucking tweeted, like, what if I didn't have to uh, worry about having to pay off my fucking debt and either go into the workforce or go to the fucking army mm-hmm. and uh, and risk my life just to pay off some shit that I'm not even using? I'm not using my degree. I got a degree in psychology. <laughs> I don't know shit about brains. Right. <laughs> Right. I don't know anything. Can you imagine if I was in the army right now and it's just like, hey, how do you feel? How do you hey, feel about- what's up with your mind? Hey, man. Hey, man. How do you feel about me killing you? Right <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about this grenade I'm going to toss? <laughs> Fuck you. I got a 200 person drone strike quota. How do you feel about that one? <laughs> yeah. God, that's the craziest. The people who have drone PTSD oh from like God. just commuting to like some office park. In yeah. the middle of the country, and then logging into Drone Strike Simulator 2022, and then and your manager yeah. pats you on the back and is like, "It's just like a video game. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, remember that, guys." Yo. And they, they, he gives these quarterly pep talk. I don't know if this actually happens. I would like to imagine <laughs> yeah. it does. Yeah, right. There's like quarterly pep talks where this like heavy set balding guy just within a polo, like a tan polo, walks in the room and he's like, "Guys, remember what we always say." Treat it like a video game. Okay? <laughs> have fun. Have fun. It's a bonus. It's a bonus if you kill somebody. Just have fun. You, you okay there, buddy? Just relax a little bit, no. okay? Just no, relax. Really. It's like you're playing a, 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 a Nintendo GameCube. Okay? Yeah. I don't, yeah, Just, I don't know it, if it, I can it, do it. That's what y'all play, right? A Nintendo no. GameCube. I mean, that was okay. a long time ago. But I don't know if I can do this, man. <laughs> I don't oh, know if on. I can keep doing this. Come on. You got, uh, uh, it's like uh, a DualShock you, 2. You got 100 bodies you need no, before man. the end of this month. So. No, but no <laughs> man. I already got I already, the first 45 felt like a lot. And I feel All like right. Well, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. That's what my dad always said to me. <laughs> Drop uh, the joystick. Drop the joystick. I'm pissed now because... We might even have to edit this out, but a fucking drone strike, like the office, Parks and Rec drone strike, <laughs> would be an amazing series. No, we're not series. editing this out. <laughs> no, I'm that saying fucking... that idea so oh, people can't oh, steal it. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. yeah. That would be funny as shit. Yeah, oh, that's a sketch. Just right. like, like Jim from the office being like, <laughs> <laughs> right. our um, boss is crazy. Right. I am going to kill people. But. Right. Yeah. And Michael Scott is like the most rational person in the office. Yeah. Uh, I've been saying for years, like, I feel like Xbox is just for war criminals. I, I feel like that's what that console is for. Like, how? how? They just, I mean, first of all, it's just the vibe. I don't like yeah. the color scheme is a very military investment in Call yeah. of Duty, it's, too. It's the probably. Call of Duty thing. Well, Call of Duty is also on PlayStation, but I feel like all the like the exclusives are like war yeah. or just all war shit like Halo, Gears of War, all the green color. Green. All the Call of Duty games are like. They're like with the military. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's a recruiting yeah. tool. For and does sure. it didn't yeah. Microsoft design their like fucking drone training shit or whatever? Probably. Is that I'm am sure I crazy? they're running on PCs? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, sure they're running on Windows. Somebody fact check me on that. <laughs> I'm I don't sure wanna, drone like... strikes are done via Windows. It's not on Linux. <laughs> right. It's not on like open source shit. <laughs> Ubuntu. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like Mozilla Firefox for my drone <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I've Imagine. noticed, too, that, like, military recruiting aesthetics, like, like the advertisements, 
police shit yeah, and right. Call of Duty all have the same like guy walking through smoke. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah, right. I live near a US Army recruiting station and and walked by them handing explaining to probably 14-year-old children the benefits of joining the army. Oh, that's fun. I like And that. I wanted to like light myself on fire and right. run into the building. It's like <laughs> Let them drown in debt for a little bit first, you know? Like a <laughs> little what, bit of debt. Never hurt nobody. <laughs> what motivation do they even have yet? Yeah. Sorry, I just got distracted thinking about somebody firing a drone from a MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> just like it's giving me the pinwheel. Can you imagine that level of like dystopian warfare, like state collapse? Yeah. Like the state collapses and then Amazon is outsourcing drone operators <laughs> all across the planet. Right. Bezos is like yeah, <laughs> we got a thousand in uh <laughs> in Norway yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Just, we got uh, a thousand we, uh, drone operators in Norway. Elon right will now. tell you that uh, <laughs> Elon will tell you that his drones detect water bandits better than mine do, and it's not right. true. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Sense what, people with empty stomachs and who are dehydrated from yeah. miles away. I can't. I haven't practiced a proper Bezos. It's by just the way, always. That clear. It's always. Like he, doesn't deserve, he doesn't deserve that. that to say. Yeah. No. He doesn't. Yeah. He, yeah that's just, how I feel. I've always felt that. It's yeah. like he doesn't. He's he doesn't not deserving like, enough. It's like always yeah. a guy kind of sucking on a mint. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's just kind of yeah. Well, actually, I don't take meetings before eleven o'clock. <laughs> just go on YouTube and watch videos of him laughing specifically. Like, he has right. the craziest laugh. <laughs> Joey Molinero. It's on, a villain on laugh. Like, yeah. It's a villainous laugh. Joey yeah. Molinero on TikTok is a great one. He's like, hell yes, <laughs> like that's <laughs> yeah. He yeah. nails it. Yeah, he sounds like if like the president of a fraternity was melting. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. No, that's accurate. <laughs> oh yeah, we did that. <laughs> it's like he, It's he, almost like a Mike Myers Austin Powers villain. Like yeah. his swag. Like, yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. Like a character in the universe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Right. Speaking of Amazon, I watched first episode oh did you rings of power how was it it was good yeah i'm not gonna lie really i'm never gonna be sold on an amazon tv show i really don't i really believe that i'll never i'm already am biased against tv shows in general like i don't care to watch tv shows yeah but then having the amazon smile an ugly ass logo, by the way. Uh, yeah, always in the interface. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like watch seeing a when Walmart. You pause it, yeah. There's a you could tab over to buy the Fellowship of the Ring on Amazon. It's just sitting there the whole time. You can oh, buy. It that. feels like watching something the on book? Walmart, a Walmart streaming site. That's, right. It's like yeah. my brain <laughs> processes it the same it, way. Yeah, it feels like when they when they have the TVs at the gas station, like at the pump. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's it's like. You'll be watching something if an Amazon package gets delivered, it'll literally give you a notification. That's disgusting. What? Yeah, it's wild. We fully integrated gross, everything yeah. your whole life. You know, if you sign up and have your uh, uh, body health information uh, with our health services, um, we'll tell you your your heart rate and your pulse as you're watching the films, so you can really see <laughs> when you're getting really excited. We can we can all see that together. It's really great, very integrated system where we are taking over the world. I don't know if I made that clear. In uh, your body now, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Here's your body temperature. Right we'll tell yeah. you um, every single person on the planet who has the same heart rate as you in the moment watching the program that you're watching. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Sing blood type. How much yeah. blood you're just losing like, currently? Yeah. <laughs> the ring camera just goes a ding dong. There's a package here. There's somebody at the door. Cowardly lying. But that being said, we're throwing out so many f- black mirror like freebies <laughs> yeah. to writers oh right God, now. Bro. Right. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need to do a, a a CEO of a horrifying tech. They probably already have, but yeah, um, they need to revisit the robot dog, the like cop dog scenario. Oh, they should shit. like do they should do like follow ups on all the shit that is now real life. Yeah, because they got the I cop like dogs, the recording the... shit from your eye one. That's like from oh, the first season. That's yeah, a classic. I remember that one. What were you gonna say though? Oh, I was just gonna say. It, the show cost $715 million. Um, the original Lord of the Rings trilogy cost two hundred and eighty dollars Altogether. Yeah. Altogether. Yeah. Now, is that an inflation thing or is that a... <laughs> no, I don't even think so. I think that's uh, spending a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Um, I was... <laughs> we can do that. No, no, <laughs> don't worry. You're on Amazon. <laughs> You've got cash on hand. <laughs> Liquid. <laughs> I, uh... It's wet. I like was surprised how not bad it was. Honestly, yeah, it's very epic. There's clearly a lot of money in it, but it's like, right. And what's cool about it is there's like not a single actor in it that you you would recognize. Yeah, but they're all really good. Right. It basically it takes place before the rings were forged. Okay. So it's about when the the ultimate baddie in the Lord of the Rings universe, Morgoth, yeah. like shortly after he was destroyed. Galadriel, it's like about Galadriel and Elrond, like right. just hanging out. Right. She's trying to find Sauron, and then, like, then it like cross cuts to like this elf who's like at an outpost in like the men territory, and he's like flirting with some human woman, and then there's like Harfoots, like hobbits and shit, and in the in the maps just like zooming around Middle Earth, going. To, I was really surprised how watchable it was. You, you yeah. should. You should is Bruce Willis just... in it? <laughs> no, but they're. I feel like I'm just really. There's I'm... equally sick people in it, probably. I think I'm. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> equally sick. No, no, people. no. I, I was no, no. I had context for it. I'm like the whole time you're. The, as soon as you said, "Oh, there's, there's like no one you'd recognize in it." I'm just like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just had Such this an image. Like, to watch. No, well, yeah, I had right. yeah, I had an image of just like this redneck consumer who's just like I ain't watching if Mel Gibson's not in it right. I ain't watching if Bruce Willis is in it and I, I can't watch nothing with no stars in it yeah it's but that's cool nobody's. if you have that much money you don't have yeah. to that's out of the equation it's like yeah no yeah, right. we don't have to have stars in it we just have so much liquid cash right. it's crazy I just like I'm I a could big, be wrong on that but I'm a big fan of the like I started watching the HBO uh, Game of Thrones prequel, and that was at, like I was yeah. not entered. It was okay, like I I could I could get through it, yeah. but like this was literally like there's a story. See, this is this this is why I I, I think this is why I think like this show is is interesting because it's like 
Game of Thrones showed you that the moment TV writers with good source material don't have any source material left, mm-hmm. they are fucking morons, and they yeah. don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. So this is like a show made from actual good source material because it's based off the Cimmerillion and like the right. appendices and shit. So like, but that problem still hasn't been solved. That's why like these Disney shows are terrible. Yeah. That's why like these fucking HBO shows are terrible. I mean, it's like. It's interesting. Yeah. I have, um, I I think I'm just tired of like, and granted the similar has been around for way longer and there's, but like, I think I'm just over uh, every universe. The second I see that them, that they're trying to branch out into like a multiverse situation, just the second right. I, see, I get that right. taste, I'm just like, all right, I'm done. Like I tried to, I tried to do the, uh, the Star Wars TV and there, there are some that I like i like that uh i liked visions mm-hmm. um did you I, like mandalorian at all i didn't finish mandalorian yeah i didn't either, um but I and thought it was okay. yeah it's just kind of that that churning out of it in the it's in the news and then they have another series the next day i'm just like oh i'm just over it like i watched an i watched a new dragon ball movie um and that had i saw a tweet before i went into it that was like it feels like they're trying to do um MCU type shit. Oh shit. And I really? walked into it. It was it had to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Really? One of the like I've heard such mixed things of it. Some people were saying it's awesome. Well, here's the thing is if I saw it with like a packed theater and everybody was like laughing and joking around the way we were, I would have had a uh, and I still yeah. had a good time. That's the yeah. thing, is like the theater experience was a good time, but it's objectively a bad movie and anybody who's telling you it's good uh is a liar they're lying to you (laughs) like that that movie that movie to me felt like i don't know if y'all have had this experience you know when you when somebody hasn't seen dragon ball and you have to explain to a grown man some shit that you've watched for 30 years from childhood to now and then you as you're explaining you hear all the shit that's like why do they why do, they do that? <laughs> like this movie felt like explaining Dragon Ball Z to, right. to an adult. Like you felt person. like almost embarrassed by the by yeah the material a little bit. Yeah, it was like there were certain things where it was so self-referential where they would be like, "Hey, you remember when you did that back in Dragon Ball Z, the episode two two ninety six? Right, and it's just like. Yeah, man, we all remember. <laughs> the like, like the, the, the reluctant like yes, of course. Yeah, I remember yeah. I yeah. It's like there was a there was a line where he was like Piccolo's flying a spaceship and mm-hmm. he's like crashing all over the place and and I forget who it was is they're just like, "Dog, can't you drive?" He's like, "No, I never got my license." Oh my god. Like, like a fuck like, you, like, man. like like a filler episode reference. Yeah. Oh just my like, god. And it it felt like that. It felt like all the little like periphery Dragon Ball shit that people have talked about for years, mm-hmm. like the whole the whole premise of the movie is basically like basically fan service for everybody that knows that Dragon Ball Z was supposed to be about Gohan, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. that's them mm-hmm. just picking up those pieces and being like, here you go, here's the, the, your the, shit. The question that I have, or like the thing that I I question, I guess, is like, is it possible for because it this has not been proved to be true yet can you actually take a fucking world that someone's built and maybe there's a popular franchise lord of the Rings, star wars whatever based on it and then completely separate from 
the main spine of that story, that saga, that whatever that creates yeah. that world, create an equally interesting story of lore within that world that lives in its own. It doesn't require fan servers or polling characters or timeline shit. That's Absolutely. never been done. Every single one of these shows, it's like, yeah, the Death Star, I hear they're making, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's always, it's always like, it needs, it's like, it's it needs like yeah. Bruce Willis. <laughs> I feel like until Bruce Willis is put into the equation or scenario, we are not going to be seeing anything like Do that you know in our lifetime. What's up with Bruce Willis right now? He has some type of, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's, doing right what he's, is he's, oh, he's got like dementia oh yeah. right he did like that, he did yeah. like 50 movies in a year because he knew it was gonna he was like done oh damn yeah it's sad damn um, i feel bad for but making the joke but yeah, yeah. but damn. uh what what's the Haley joe osman movies um six cents six cents hard yeah, yeah. hard absolutely time. Absolutely. Yeah. I've never seen We got to have an M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> you haven't? No. I love Signs though. No, man. You this is Six Sense's M Night Shyamalan's magnum opus, man. That yeah. is it. Yeah. That is his I feel like, like I've just like always known what it's about and what happens in it. That yeah. That's like, fucked. Yeah. That's yeah. fucked. Well, that's just culture. It's like well, I didn't no, have that. No, that is, I, I got I watched when I watched the first time I did not have it spoiled. I hadn't had yeah. it spoiled, but so that's I had also that a test. Does the movie completely rely on its spoiler to be good? I don't good? think so. No. No. no, 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 no. It's still a great movie. I'll watch it. Yeah, and yeah. it's baffling because the rest of his films, like, pale in comparison yeah. to that movie. Yeah. But that movie is so fucking good. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, yeah. I've personally, I've never experienced remember, that with like a, a dope director. Yeah, I, I know it exists they, though for sure. Where they have like, one good of, idea, or yeah, like a one-hit wonder director. Yeah, yeah. But I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. Um, Freaking like I, I remember like original story, original screenplay right. directed, right. or at least yeah. where I can't think of one to that same level. Of, yeah, of yeah. fall off. Yeah. Where they're like known and they keep giving getting chances off of how good the first one was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and a part of me is still like hoping for another M Night Shyamalan. Almost like Ryan Johnson to a degree. Like Ryan Johnson did Brick, which yeah. I haven't seen, but I've heard is really good. And then yeah. Looper, I thought was amazing. Yeah, but I was a kid when I saw it. Mm -hmm. But do you, and then do you Aaron, like Knives Out? Um, as I was it watching, it was like it, every other like, Ryan Johnson movie where it's like. You don't know what you're doing. Like yeah. you're just you're just like I already feel bad. It's like he's he's been spanked for years on yeah. end. I almost feel bad, but I still feel that. I'm yeah, still it's like, angry. It's like about... I like that you're having fun, but yeah. then there's moments where I think you're you really think you're smarter than you are. Yeah, and, you, and I don't oh, trust yeah. your your hands. I don't trust yeah. being in your yeah. arms. Yeah, doing that from a storytelling perspective. Or yeah, from, okay. and then it's yeah. like okay. This actually came together and was entertaining. I don't feel like I got robbed from watching it. Yeah. But it's still just like there's this smug film school like fart smell yeah. around what he does. <laughs> it was, but he's also it's like done he's good yeah. stuff. constantly farting in his corduroy <laughs> pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. talking shit as he's doing it. Like yeah. he's hot shit, but he's farting but in his pants. But you smell like BO. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, but, I feel like with that movie, it was like there was so much hype around it where everybody seemed to love it. And by the time I got to Trump it, it was, knives out. Yeah. I went in with low expectations because I'm like, oh, this is Ryan Johnson, director of The Last Jedi. So yeah. I just didn't watch it because it was the director of The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> you of course. did you did you all watch Mark Hamill's like like the compilations of his press yeah. run like yeah. shade? I've at never Ryan watched Johnson. that, but I know he it was like, This isn't so... Luke Skywalker. Yeah. 
funny and yeah. there was one that is so good like they save the best one for last where because basically you can tell he's being fatigued as the press yeah. run goes on and on yeah. and on to the point where the last interviews and events he's doing he just gets like lazy and sloppy and mm-hmm. it's like he's trying to Starts telling the truth yeah he's trying to like walk this tightrope of like doing his job and like promoting the film but being being honest being honest he's trying not to be dishonest while promoting the film right and it just starts tilting more and more to just like (laughs) this is hot ass yeah 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 Yeah, but look look up the compilations they're so funny i've seen it i watched a couple I think I watched a couple different versions of it. It just goes so fucking hard after a certain point. Yeah, like, he, this is this isn't Luke Skywalker. He based that's the point he gets to where he's openly yeah. in front of everyone, just being like, "Yeah, I just felt like Luke would never do this." Yeah, yeah. And, and then he, and he, one- and he'll do it. He'll do it for five minutes, and then he'll be like. But you know, I just and he like it's like he struggles to find the resolve so they can move on. There's it's it's funny as fuck in the early ones. In the early ones, he's trying to be cordial and he's like, "Look, you just gotta understand. It's new. You know, these are new people. These are people who grew up with the films. He started that way. You know, it's their it's their (laughs) own taste. It's not gonna be what you want. He got he just got worn down. Yeah. Got worn down to the bone where he was just like, right. all right, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. And yes, I felt this way since the beginning. It's not Luke. It's yeah. not Luke. Well, it's like Luke in those movies is like a pissed off old man. Yeah. Luke has been a one-dimensionally optimistic character the entire <laughs> he gave, series. He gave right. the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and ran away. Like right. he was willing to what? he was willing to die and get zapped to death yeah. instead of killing his Hitler dad. Right. That's how compassionate he is. And then he's just like, the, da- the my Jedi Hitler- order's bullshit. My Hitler dad won, okay? Yeah. My Hitler dad won. <laughs> just oh. Ryan Johnson, man. I just... Yeah. And then it's just like, Daniel Craig's doing like a southern accent the whole time. <laughs> Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah. He says, Craig. You know what I think the slippery slope sure was in the process? I feel like it was. Are we good on that? Oh, okay. You're saying a slippery slope? Just double yeah. Checking. I feel like the slippery slope was there was some initial conversation in the pre production stage, stages rather, around like ha- keeping it from being this like nostalgic pastiche. Mm. Yeah. And that be- that became an opening for just like, cause one, it's like you didn't choose you didn't choose like the right you didn't curate the right team to experiment mm. with that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I yeah. feel like there was maybe it was an order of operations thing. Like they they were like, oh, this is our team, and then, and then it's like, yeah. what are we doing? And it's and they rightfully you don't want it to just be this nostalgic. You ideally you want to do something experimental or progressive with it, yeah. But it just they did it to the point where the characters and and what's going on thematically is literally like narratively out of touch, right. yeah, and out of spirit, yeah, of of the original 
my friend yeah. Jared makes the point that it, it feels like you're watching a movie about a guy like trying to play mind games with people on yeah, Reddit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh, yeah. you don't exactly. know what I'm going to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. No, no, no. You, you thought. Yeah. You thought that's what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Sn- yeah Snoke. Uh-uh. Yeah. You More thought he was the big guy. I'm in control. <laughs> yeah. I have the control. Yeah. The saga. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the the... The thing, the thing that you're talking about, the ideal version of what you're talking about, J.J. Abrams does, like with those Star Trek movies. It's right. like nostalgic and right, it, but it the feels right futuristic. Right, it feels yeah. like fucking the first Star Trek. Those movie lens flares is yeah. fucking awesome. Like yeah. literally, those lens flares are fucking awesome. <laughs> I haven't seen them, oh, dude. The yeah. first Star Trek movie. Have you all ever seen that? Lens flared oh. the fuck out, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's crazy. you're talking about J.J. Abrams. What, what did I say? No, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, asking, no yeah, I'm the clarifying yeah. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. J.J. Abrams. Um, he freaking, uh, yeah, I like I like his Star Trek movies. And, and the first Force the Force Awakens, I thought there was a lot of good stuff. Right. There, you yeah. could have, there, there was yeah. something salvageable from that point. But it's just right. like, like, I don't know why. It's like, I know it's because of they got to make their money and they got to do safe shit. But like, if someone builds a whole world for you, that's so much of the work done. done. Yeah. <laughs> Just make a good story. Like I was thinking, like, wouldn't it be cool if there was like um like a, a slice of life movie that took yeah. place in like a world where blasters exist, like a noir, and like maybe the blasters fired one time, but the it hits someone and it's like they're fucking bones and shit or like to say like it's like super realistic because it's like that's the one time the, the blazer's getting fired it's just like right you have this cool ass world yeah and you yeah. can't like there there was um an idea to make like a seven samurai version like a star wars version of seven samurai where like yeah. some oh, jedi go yeah. and like liberate like a planet right um which it felt like Rogue One could have been similar to that yeah vibe-wise. and that was yeah. starring Bruce Willis right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to liberate Kashyyyk. <laughs> 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 you, you, you imperial bastards need to leave these rookies alone. <laughs> that was the thing I was going to mention oh about God. M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan was I I started watching that what is it invincible or incredible what's the fucking super unbreakable unbreakable, unbreakable yeah. and I invincible, turned it off incredible. because he's going to work and he like cuts himself on accident but he doesn't bleed and he's like honey, honey. he's like and it's like this really cool dramatic shot of him in a hallway on the phone he's like I think I'm unbreakable yeah. and so like if I have a how many times have I ever called out sick from work and it's like you're telling me this is the first injury in your life. You're a 40 year old man, and now you realize you're you're invincible. <laughs> right. I was like, I turned it off. I was like, I'm. There's no suspension of right. disbelief I possess that will that will carry this. Right. It was crazy. But I like, want. Honey, why have I never had a boo boo in my life? I've never hey, been sick. Hey, honey, can you check around if there's a black man who breaks his fucking bones every time he touches anything? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Samuel Jackson has a Is scene where he he's does? falling down yeah. the steps, right? Yeah. Does he fall down the steps? Yeah. With the, he has the cane? Yeah. Yep. I don't remember breaking a goddamn <laughs> Motherfucker, I've been broken my whole life. Yeah. I am sick and tired of breaking these motherfucking bones on these motherfucking stairs. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Sam L. Jackson in his Capital One commercial. Yeah. Is it Capital One? I yeah, feel like yeah, it's Capital so. One. What's in your wallet? 
What's no? He's like tired. He's he's just kind of like. What's in your wallet? What's in your yeah, fucking wallet? Yeah, they I'm paid me $700 million. <laughs> My wallet's got <laughs> a lot crazy guap in it. Got Capital One guap in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's man. in your wallet? Let me have that. Have you ever had a check <laughs> what's, from Capital One? What's your shoe One? size? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds like my size. Yeah. <laughs> you a 13? Huh? <laughs> oh, man. God damn. I don't know why I just... That Bruce Willis shit. I'm just gonna keep bringing up Bruce Willis. No, but it is. It's sad. It's like, cause I, yeah, I feel sad. like it's sad as yeah. fuck. Like I want one more. Like I want. One, I don't know what you it won't is. Get it narratively. Yeah. Done. I know narratively. Like I, I could have used one more Bruce Dude, Willis movie. He's a great. Yeah. He's legitimately a great actor. Like, yeah. yeah. He's in like Pulp Fiction for a reason. He's like yeah. really yeah. like. He's like he's a heavy actor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do I have to the strong silent type like Bruce Willis right. and John Wayne? No, right. but like he, I don't know. He could have he could have kept giving us quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a shame. So I'm wondering, out of the films that he did, like in this streak that you're, I don't know about the. You said he just made this mad is what films, I heard. What yeah. you heard? Yeah. I'm wondering, like, if there's gonna be one out of all of those it's just like amazing or something yeah. like it's some artisanal yeah. there could be like one artisanal like the wrestler or something like right where yeah. it's just like and it's known as his last film and it's like one of his greatest films that's what right. i would hope would he could happen. do like what yeah. val kilmer did in top gun which i love this i feel like tom cruise was like val i'm gonna make sure you're in the next top gun and you're mm-hmm. gonna get that Top Gun check. Don't worry about mm-hmm. because he's in Top Gun with his like throat cancer, not talking. Like his character yeah. in Top Gun has. I don't know if you know, but Val Kilmer has like a throat yeah. cancer. He can't oh, speak, no. so yeah. he can't act anymore. Basically, yeah. Damn. but he's in Top Gun, and he's like writing shit down. And Tom Cruise is like reacting to the shit he types down. Like his Damn. character is has the same disease he has. Yeah. Ice, ice um, so I wonder if Bruce Willis maybe does a movie like that where he's like sick in it or something. Right. But yeah. yeah, I just yeah, thought man. M Night Shyamalan um, making a movie like that is hilarious. Is it good? Yeah. Have you seen it? Unbreakable. Uh, I watched it I did once. See I think. it, but I don't. I don't. It's not it memorable. memorable. Yeah. 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 He's in a comic book store. It's frustrating. He's in a comic book store. <laughs> Shit like that is frustrating, though. It's like extra frustrating mm-hmm. when someone makes something so brilliant and it, they create a this universe almost that you want to explore yeah. and i'm saying not even the the universe in the film but you you get the sense that this director is opening up a, a universe in like their art yeah yeah and then the, the immediately like the next one is like a dud was mm. his next movie signs uh, I, don't, I don't know I, it might have yeah, been unbreakable honestly I yeah don't it's not after, after no after um six, six, six cents no sense. Signs is a legitimately fantastic movie. That was later than that. Wasn't uh was it the village or the That um, was later, I believe. Yeah. That was later. Yeah. Yeah, I know I not I'm that trying, was to, I'm, 04, I'm the trying to think I'm trying to yeah. think of like another good good one. Uh, I mean I don't think he made I, <laughs> I don't literally know if he, think yeah. oh, dude he made oh wait, he was producer he was producer is on it Signs? Is Signs the only other one that you could maybe I so watched yeah, Signs. Yeah, yeah. It forever. was Sixth Sense, then Unbreakable, and then really? it was Signs. Yeah. He made Unbreakable a year after Sixth Sense, uh, and then Signs, and then The Village, then Lady in the Water, then The Happening, then The Last Airbender, uh, then After Earth, and then 
The Visit in 2015, Split in 2016, Glass in 2019, and then Old in 2021, which I've heard is extremely stupid, and I really want to watch it. Old? Yeah. Yeah. It's, like an, island, it it's an island that makes people old. Apparently, I went to the beach and I got old. You know what? That's crazy. It almost sounds like real life. <laughs> Getting old? You said the plot is it's an island that makes people turn old. Mm-hmm. So it just speeds up. Yeah, yeah, but you don't understand. It's like faster. Right. It's faster. Right. That's what I that's what I <laughs> it's miss. It's like eerily fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh uh Inyaratu is making a apparently apparently has a movie oh, yeah. coming what was out that about? that's like hundred and seventy minutes long and it stars him being a director. It's like a nod to eight and a half, like Fellini. Yeah. And it's apparently god awful. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't wait. I cannot wait. Because oh, he's got all these think, like banger movies under his belt. Do, yeah, do you right. think M. Night Shyamalan's... Wait, were you just talking about M. Night Shyamalan? Who are you talking about? Inyaritu. Uh, Inyaritu, the guy who did uh, Revenant. And... Oh, I saw the headlines about what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, the thing about M. Night Shyamalan, though, I was like, uh, do you think his process for getting films made is like he gives the pitch to like potential funders and they're all just like... <sighs> and then he goes, I made The Sixth Sense. And then yeah. they go, oh, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or M. Night like, well, that- M. Night Shyamalan? And then they go, all right. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think it's like, there's people who remember I made The Sixth Sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that are dumb enough to go see this next one. It's, I've got about 20 more at-bats. I made, I made Signs. <laughs> yeah. I made Signs. That one sold. Yeah. yeah. Signs sold. Yeah. This could be the next sign. I don't know. Look at the numbers. I don't know. I feel like that's his last yeah. resort. It's like, like, just look at the numbers. I don't know. Okay, picture this. There are people that saw Sixth Sense, and then they saw no more movies of mine. How's that? No disrespect to M. Night Shyamalan, and I'm not joking, because I want him to make another yeah. good film. I feel like I that's want what him... people are riding on. It's like, he's got to have Everyone I've a seen talk about M. Night Shyamalan, it's like, I, I am Dude, holding Science out is for my him favorite, to make yeah. still my favorite alien. Not like, it's my favorite extraterrestrial on Earth movie. Not like alien. alien. Like, I was going to say, alien. that's right. like, woo. Right. <laughs> Ridley yeah. Scott, I don't know. Walking yeah. uh, <laughs> Phoenix... <laughs> I'm not no, the, with scene, a the scene, the scene with the the birthday party. Yeah, he's like, Dude, when people use that in memes, like his reaction. Yeah. yeah. yeah you seen Scary Movie so Four? Yeah, that's great. Movie. Oh, Scary Movie Three is the one that makes three is the oh, one. Yeah, I'm saying it's three. It's the one with Michael Jackson in it. I think. Yeah. Oh, wait, is three the one that references on the science? first episode. I think uh, Michael Jackson's like horif- a horrifying monster in the beginning of yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking like, he's scare like the under shit the, out of me. under the blanket and doing yeah. the, like grudge shit. I feel like Sheen's in it. Yeah. Oh my god! Do you remember when he said he was cured of HIV/AIDS? Yeah, Charles. And then he went on TV. Blood. And then he went on TV and then said, "Yeah, actually, it turned out that that wasn't <laughs> yeah. true. That was a fluke." Yeah, <laughs> he, literally, he literally does this. He literally goes back on TV. That yeah, was a fluke. Yeah. I got, I got tiger blood in my veins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Man. That was like a full-blown thing. Yeah. Yeah. What was the yeah. line? What was his line? Winning. Warlock. Winning. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that was like yeah. when I was in high school. Yeah. Damn. Oh, my God. I remember coming, going back to my dad's house uh, on like breaks from school, and my brother would just be there watching Two and a Half Men because we didn't have cable. Just Two and a Half Men all day. He's watching Angus, what's his name? Yeah. Angus Black. Kid's like a hardcore Christian now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like denouncing the show. I think it was like that gay guy who's not gay, whatever the fuck. John Cryer. Yeah, he he held it down. Why do I know these people's names, man? (laughs) I mean, one of the biggest shows on television ever. Yeah, it just feels, you know, I don't know the names of people and stuff I like. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just like. Platforms like YouTube, Patreon, Spotify, they're all ass. They don't respect your privacy, they're riddled with ads, and they're completely silent and unreachable when you need help. Have you ever talked to somebody at YouTube? Think about that. I sure haven't. To top it all off, we don't control them at all, despite being the reason they exist. So that's why we're partnering with a design and development agency called Sanctuary Computer to build our own cooperative alternatives that bring the best features of all those platforms together and that we can control together too. We seriously gotta have an exodus to some sort of digital Zion that we build ourselves. Somewhere where all of us can actually have a say over the technology that we're using to communicate with each other. For more on how you can support us all in getting off these shitty platforms, visit opencollective.com slash digital zion and tap in just because these dystopian systems are eating themselves alive doesn't mean they got to take us with them all i remember from my child well i guess no i think i watched a good amount of tv shows where i couldn't it wouldn't be a small list but i remember watching um I fucking watched my wife and kids. Yep. I loved my wife and kids. I fucking watched the Steve Harvey show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mr. Hightower. I, I had a I took a screenwriting <laughs> class for one of the writers of the Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey show. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you took a what? Yeah. I took a I took a uh, you should have unveiled this with Zach on. Yeah, this is yeah. it's a sin that one you of the did. writers of the Steve Harvey show was my screenwriting teacher, and he, he liked my spec actually. Oh, he thought wow. it was good. He like he remembered me later. I like ran into him. He was like, "Hey, you did a good Always Sunny." I was like, "Thanks, man." That's that's that class made me be like, "TV writing is kind of cool." Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. But yeah, he wrote for the Steve Harvey Mr. show. High Tower. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> High Tower. Mr. High Tower. Yeah. 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 That that was Steve and Harvey's Girlfriends. Name. Yeah. I watched Girlfriends. Trish and Girlfriends. I have seen almost every season of Girlfriends. That's like our show. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Get a goofy all of them in that show. Yeah. And uh, I watched Lord. the fucking right wing fr- guy friend they have in that show is hilarious. He like voted for Bush canonically in the show. Do you know they have like one oh, the guy friend? friend. Yeah, yeah, the guy yeah, friend. I, who's I don't like remember him being right wing. <laughs> yeah, I know he's like a businessman who's like right wing. Oh, okay. He like yeah. said he voted for Bush in the show and shit. It's so funny. What else did I? I watched the the big ones though too, like Family Matters and yeah. uh, Boy, Meets Boy Meets World. Yeah. Yeah. Boy Meets World. Yeah. Boy Meets World. Why did y'all lock yeah. in on that at the yeah. same time? Yeah. That that shit was heavy. I watched that, it that too. I just knew it was there for that moment. Because <laughs> that that's like. That, that's nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like the it's writing. Boy Meets World. Anything called life is what we're doing. <laughs> Mr. Matthew. <laughs> Sorry, what was his name again? Mr. Feeny. Uh, Mr. Feeny. Mr. Feeny. That's yeah. so crazy. Feenin. I still can't believe Disney fucking made brought the show back. Yeah. Like, for oh Disney my God, Channel. Dog. I watched one. <laughs> I watched one episode. It was they have an episode called Communism. Where fucking oh yes, that clip, called, that scene. He, he Have you t- seen that? 
where no. uh oh so what's his I name is Corey? Too much to pull up. Or he's like, like Mr. Matthews, the USSR was a failure. Like well, no, 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 he's, <laughs> no, teach, he's no, the he's teacher teaching. in the new show. He's teaching his kids Corey, and her friends. Corey is, Corey is teaching his kids oh, and her friends. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. This and isn't like an old school clip. Yeah. And I don't even want to open this he, can of worms. I mean, bro. Well, what did he say? Well, he's like, well, the reason they call it communism <laughs> is uh, it, can be, it can better be known as communism. Because look at you guys. You're all the same. Oh, I remember everybody, this. I've yeah. seen that clip. It's like everybody That's had to be all deep gray. Everybody shit. gay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some deep. Everybody was gay. And yeah. Everybody yeah. Was... Bob Iger, whoever's the head of Disney, like went into the writer's room and was like, there's one thing that's been on my mind lately. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I only have one thing I got to say. We need some anti-communist propaganda <laughs> yeah. on yeah. the show. There was a bunch of guys in suits talking <laughs> yeah. in a hushed tone in the corner yeah, yeah, when the yeah. writers came in that day. And they're like, uh, anyways, Bob, we'll talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. So we love the show. We love everything about it. Uh, we just want to. We just thought maybe we could do something a little bit more about the the specter of communism. Yeah, <laughs> the haunting specter of socialism in our country. Yeah, oh, God, the creeping. That's haunting. crazy. Yeah, it was one of the most insane things I've ever watched on television. Yeah, it was like. And I've seen like Fairly Odd Parents, I think, did an anti-communist thing like at one point. Feeny would have like, been been the more radical, like Mr. Matthew. There's a man named Murray Bookshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, he thought it, we should perhaps another term we could use is communalism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> direct democracy, not you, auth not authoritarian bullshit. Like are you familiar with a man named Nestor Macno? <laughs> Macnovia. <Mr>. Matthews. <laughs> Um, uh, smart guy though too. I oh, love smart, smart guy. guy. You know, one time I tweeted that uh, Topanga. that young <laughs> <laughs> trying to work in a Topanga, some sort of patriarchy yeah. thing. One time I tweeted that uh, that young Sheldon is just white smart guy, and the Taj Maori retweeted it. I don't know what smart guy. I'm not. I'm not He's a smart guy. Do, 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 you know, do, sister, do, do, do you watch this smart sister? Smart guy. Smart guy. It's a little kid. Yeah. What is, you, do you remember the lyrics? The in, the lyrics to the intro explain the show. So smart. Well, it could, okay, so like picture a kid who's little like, whiz kid bust a high school. <laughs> I do this little study buddy. He knows a drill. Why is that so many? Like, he's just a kid on the ball. Very clever. It's like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah. ass kid that you, skipped right. mad grades and is in high school with his yeah. older brother yeah. and their friends. Did you watch Navigating? Sister? Yes, sister, their sister. brother Taj Maori is the yes. star of Smart Guy. Okay, yeah, with uh, what's the kid's name who's in everything? Uh, his older brother. A, yeah, Marcus. He died, I think. Right? Did he really? He got killed by his girlfriend or some what? shit like that. What? Who? I might be confusing him for someone else. But <laughs> Don't I'm sure, kill someone. Sure are you thinking? Of, are you thinking of Jet Jackson? No, he he killed himself. Man, <laughs> no, that shit is no. See, up. he killed himself. He's a smart guy. What is this? Oh, crispy chicken. <laughs> <Yo, first. laughs> I love how that's the last <laughs> thing. That's the last thing. Oh god, hold oh, on. Let me, let me pull this off. He's oh, a smart guy. I'm gonna find out if I'm Did right. It. It's like Doogie Howser. Like, there's so many shows about like. Well, what if a kid look where his brains got him what if a kid was yeah. intelligent what if a child was intelligent can you imagine if a kid was smart and he, he's the so smart you don't even call him a kid he's so smart you don't even call him a kid you call him a guy 
<laughs> you call him. Is, his, call, is that the name of your smart guy? Yeah. <laughs> you call him a guy. <laughs> he's legally he's so, of age to have sex so, now. He's so fucking smart. <laughs> yeah. He's so. What if the age of consent was based on IQ? Just hold on with me for a second. Picture goodwill hunting, but even less believable. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and we don't necessarily write him this way. Maybe it's just in casting. He's black. <laughs> Maybe I'm throwing that out. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. You don't have to go with me on this. Yeah. Maybe he's black. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, now I feel really bad because he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I knew yeah, you were I, killing there, someone. There is someone, though. There is someone, but it's not going to come to me here. Mm. There's someone that was on a show in the 90s was killed by their their uh their girlfriend but i'm not gonna Damn. remember who it is it sounds like you, you, you know who 90s. it is deep in your mind wait are you about talking about yeah. phil um from just phil that's all of I the got. future <laughs> no, phil <laughs> hartman <laughs> phil no uh, no no because he was killed by his girlfriend oh yeah, yeah. is that just the thermometer back on yeah gotcha I forgot, I forgot it. Really? <laughs> Spooked. <laughs> have you seen, speaking of Phil Hartman, have you seen his SNL audition? Yeah, it's hilarious. Bro, it's one of the most hilarious. crazy. He does a Jack Nicholson act. He does a Jack Nicholson impression in German. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I could speak German. But... <laughs> yeah, I, like, I feel like he memorized some German just to do that. Yeah, bit. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is one of the crazy. Threshold's the... a little different nowadays. This yeah. is going to bug the fuck out of me i gotta find out who this who i'm thinking about now who got, someone yeah. watching this knows exactly who i'm talking about that's the most annoying i don't want to just like off actors who got killed by their girlfriend i guess i'm gonna just rattle off show list. cousin skeeter uh <laughs> yeah maybe if you wayne's know. bros if you name um so. martin somebody from martin. martin what was the age range with the target audience for the show he was on he was younger so He's probably in his twenties mm. when he was on the show. Let me look up. This reminds me, I, I auditioned for a show with Megan Good one time, and then when I when I I'm trying to put a face to that name. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Megan Good, I cousin Skeeter. It, it was, was from cousin, cousin Skeeter. No, I'm saying no, no, I'm saying she was on Cousin Skeeter. Oh, oh yeah. I'm gonna find it though. Don't don't. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's also she's in Friday also. Right, right. Um, I think it is. And, I think it is Steve Harvey's show. Hold on one second. The person I'm. The dude who played Romeo, Steve Harvey. Oh, they replaced him with a clone. Oh, I think I got it. Hold on. I auditioned for the show, and then as the as the love interest, and mm. then the next day they sent yep. me a new audition for yeah uh, Merlin Brothers. Like, Romeo from Steve Harvey show. Wow, really? Merlin his his name was uh, Merlin Santana. Damn, that's a wild name. It's a dope ass. That's name. a fire name. Yeah, yeah. It's Carlos Santana and a magical wizard combined. Yeah. And uh yeah, on November 9th, 2002, Santana was murdered while sitting in a car in LA. Fuck. Damn. Damn. Moment of silence for him. Yeah. But it I think it was I don't think it was his girlfriend. I think it was he just someone just a stranger shot him. Yeah. I'm on the Wikipedia. Jesus, not to Damn. make not to make this so dark, but he was on Sister Sister. He was on the Cosby Show. Um, he was on Moesha. It's fucked up how good the Cosby sh- like like. I remember <laughs> watching that as a kid and just being like, yeah. "This is the most adorable, funny show I've ever seen." Yeah, Rudy. Yeah, 
Because you would have like little kids on the show that were so like that are like good kid actors that were really cute and funny. Yeah, it was all wholesome just, and shit. Man, I, after watching that documentary, just like seeing the little breadcrumbs he put on the show mm-hmm. of just like what he was doing. Oh the time, yeah, I was just like, man, I can't. The barbecue even... sauce. Yeah. In- you notice how people have my <laughs> sauce and they get all huggy buggy. You, what's crazy is that when that episode was recorded, that was probably like his campaign of fucking assault had was a had a twenty year tenure already. Oh yeah, like he he was doing that in the sixties. Yeah, that's what's crazy. I mean, that was he didn't after... even hit his biggest stride until the eighties, yeah. probably. Right. I mean, that was after the fucking Spanish Fly bit, all this stuff, like Playboy Mansion uh, yeah. shows, all of that. Oh, that shit was going on. Like Hugh Hefner f- was a fuck too. Yeah. There's a whole documentary about Hugh Hefner. Yeah, such a I just saw the craziest one under my my uh, brother's recommendation. Um, yeah. The British TV oh, show. Oh, Jimmy, fu- dude, I I couldn't even. I didn't even Wait, finish. What is, I watched what the show whole is it? thing. What is it's it? literally he's Jimmy he Savile. He won. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the only way he I can got all scot free. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I'm it, saying he he won in terms of like the fucking over the most, doing the most disgusting shit to the most amount of people for the longest amount of time. And then yes, he got away with it in the end. He died. They didn't know about this, or it wasn't public until far after he died. Oh yeah. He was like a Mr. Yeah. Rogers meets Funk Flex, basically. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Literally yeah. like uh, he was a huge radio personality <laughs> yeah. and then he yeah. was like this wholesome guy who would raise money for like sick kids. <laughs> and and he had like this show where he would like it's like Jimmy does it or some shit where he like, like he played. would kids put <laughs> in requests for like yeah. it's like yeah. make a wish or a letter to Santa. So and then he would actually and and so we don't like, have the context uh, for it, but like in Britain, it's like it's even bigger than Mr. Rogers. Like yeah, everyone right, loved right, this right, guy. Right. It was yes. like you can't See, even fathom it. The, that comparison you gave him, just like picturing him like restarting Beach Boy songs <laughs> fifty <Yeah>. times. <laughs> oh shit! We could be happy. We could be happy. <laughs> yeah. We could be happy. Oh god, yeah, dude. He and he would... was a sick fuck. Yeah. Well, and they in the first ep- they do it really well in that doc where they like unravel what really was behind him so well because it starts with just uh, oh yeah you know, i've seen this man how do people like how do smoke you smoke cigars all fucking day look how nasty his i mean like teeth are. not to perpetuate he is lord of the rings what do you want us to do next boss right I'm just what like, about them they don't need their legs <laughs> like i don't want to perpetuate the the narrative that only oh, like people it. people that look like that are the ones that do shit like that but like i just I immediately want to ask questions when I see that face. He's on some slug. He's on some slugworth shit, dude. It's yeah. the eyes. He's on some slugworth shit. Yeah. Give me the impossible gobstopper. Yeah. Oh what the God. fuck this shit's called? <laughs> <laughs> slugworth always gave me pedo vibes. From... Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like those teeth look. <laughs> those teeth look like they got stopped by some gobs. Yeah, they got gobstopped hard. <laughs> I just Them love the I just stopped. love the idea. I just love the idea that any fully stopped. Anytime <laughs> anyone English comes up, you're just pulling from the every Western stereotype yeah. of an English person Fuck in them. pop That's culture. Why. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm like British, I'm like bro. imagining every time you do yeah. that, like oh British Harry Potter, and then there's an English person that's just like oh my, like, no, yeah. no, 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 you say that, and, and then an English person goes oh my days, bro, oh my days, Jimmy Savile, that's not. <laughs> Even, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, 
There's yeah. 49,000 kids along. Like English, yeah. English, per, English person, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> That's not proof. That's not proof. But it's a very good That's piece English, of evidence. English person, Willy Wonka. For being right. an omnipotent colonizing hegemony for centuries. You get reduced to a stupid, <laughs> fucking dumb. Oh, fuck you. Oh, my. Oh, fuck you're, you're a pirate. You're all, you're, yeah. you're all pirates. You're Jack Sparrow. Right. That's a Birmingham accent. That's not from Bristol. That's not from Cheddarshire. I'm from no one fucking knows that place Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. yeah, go eat your cheese and crackers. Wallace was from Dale. Binghamton. It's not yeah. like any cheese I've ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude. It's so funny. Because you do it, you do it so consistently Because <laughs> every time I it is so bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's so like, on tic- yeah. Someone on TikTok's just gonna be like, <laughs> like bro, yeah. um, that guy's Get Welsh. Fucked, you dead right. fucking London fucked, town. Mate. Yeah, yeah fuck Get off. Cole, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> do this shit. But yo, Piss just off. just for just for our <laughs> friends, just for just so our friends across the pond know. Everyone in New first well, of all, it's a fucking ocean. In, <laughs> in, in, pond. Just so folks know, in New York City, everyone does fucking it's English accents now mm-hmm. like s- specifically East London it's just oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a habit of everyone yeah. any millennial yeah. and you're right. walking the streets in New York City has that shit in the pocket now yeah. <laughs> right it's just funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> also yeah we grew up with Harry Potter which I yeah. feel like gives you a good did I? Did I, I think people you? are pr- proud too like en- English people are proud of that like cultural touchstone yeah I get the sense the of accent that. accent or Harry Potter itself? Or well, like the, like Harry Potter as a representation of certain parts of mm. like English. Yeah. yeah. J.K. Rowling's reactionary bullshit aside. Right. Yeah. Right. I like the- I know I, it's not monolithic. There's a, char- there's gonna there's be a charm who- to sort of the quiet English sort of, oh, tea and leisure and shit. Like the- Cheese I mean, and crackers. Yeah. yeah like, I was Chicken trying. run. Yeah. Like, crumb- yeah. <laughs> bro, did I tell you when I was in when I was in Nigeria? I as don't a kid, want to be a pie. <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, I went to a video store in Nigeria, and they had a they had a little a VHS that that was labeled Chicken Run Three. And really? at, at eleven years old, I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> Chicken oh. Run Three, dog!" And then Chicken we rent three. Welcome we to rent, Nigeria. <laughs> we rented the shit. <laughs> we rented the shit, put it in the tape. It was not Chicken Run Three. No. And at the time, I I remember like hitting play on it, and I was like, "Chicken Run Two isn't even out yet." <laughs> Chicken Run. Fuck. Fuck. I got got man. Yeah. It's fuck. Specific- I, I specifically remember, like baked into my brain, I have promos and commercials for films memorized. Like if you yeah. watch, I'm sure if you find, you, you scour YouTube, the internet, you will find the promo slash commercial for when Chicken Run was about to come out and you'll yeah. hear that line, I don't want to be a pie. Yeah. yeah. And then like, I'll find these like nostalgia VHS tape bumper YouTube channels and I'll hit play on some of these things and it just streams line oh, for yeah. line, bar for bar streams right back to me. Yeah. It's Dude, fucking crazy. Yeah. Remember the seeing the same ad for a movie and it would be something like that, like a little tag and you just hear it so much and then you'd see the movie and they would still have that line in the movie and you're just like, wow, I just, wow, yeah. that's the, that's the line. It's like, yeah. 
That's they also going. used but, to put shit. Uh, they probably still do it. They, they'll, uh, they would cut commercials with shit that's not in the movie, oh, like yeah, other yeah, takes yeah. or exclusive stuff that's not going to be in the film. Yeah, yeah. And I would always think that I was like misremembering or hallucinating or something. Yeah. No, uh, that my brain. I feel like my brain gets triggered that way with like tsunami bumpers, like when they do the little like interstitials between the show, like all the Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon promos, any of that. For mm. like giant robot week, yeah, we One got of, big O, the craziest, Gundam Wing, endless waltz, just all that shit. The the craziest one, and I highly recommend people try this out. This is like the coolest, one of the coolest things you can do on the internet, in my opinion. There's a subreddit called uh, it's tip of my tongue. I think mm. it's like, oh, but they, yeah, 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 r slash tip of my tongue. And you can basically go there and describe like a faint memory of like some piece of media or something that happened, giving as much context as you can. And someone will eventually come in and fucking help you remember. Yeah. yeah. And I had this faint memory of this program <clears throat> that ran on Fox Family or whatever the fuck it was. I that that channel changed so many times it's what yeah. what is now freeform mm. oh yeah um oh yeah it was but this is like two or three iterations back and it, it would come on after like hello kitty or something and i just i wrote this reddit post i was like oh there's i just remember a there's a tent and a white glove and like rolling green hills and people started like guessing a bunch of i was like the clouds were like shaped like animals and people started guessing stuff and no one was getting in and, and someone was like i have the uh program list for the years uh <laughs> 1997 to 2003 and i feel like if you search here you should be able to find it and i literally scrolled through and i found it it was a wow. show itsy bitsy time and it was like this short oh, thing that would play and I find like an, a VH, there's only like one or two videos of it on YouTube, wow. like VHS yeah. recordings and the music plays and it all just came, all of it came back to me like on the spot. Wow. It's yeah. itsy bitsy time. I'm not going to actually sing it. But try that shit. Like literally if there's some shit, I remember dinosaurs. Uh-huh. Like the Jim Henson show used to mm, be that for yeah. me when I, like I thought I, had a fever it. dream about yeah. that show yeah. as a kid. And then years later when I got a computer, like I, I Googled and I was like, oh, that was an actual fucking yeah. show. I was uh, I was laughing to myself thinking like, what if you go in there and you just completely misunderstand how it works? You're just like, I'm, I'm trying to remember this movie. It's about like an emperor who gets his new groove. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's called, I th like, like, come on, man, that's <laughs> not obscure. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, I have so many faint memories of like, I used to love, watching vhs because there'd be like 20 minutes of previews at the at the front of the tape yeah and that kind of used to be kind of cool because it was like yeah where you like I had to watch it yeah and like i i just remember seeing a couple there's there's one and movie now in particular our feature presentation right. and now our there's feature there's one movie i remember that that was very like it was like a bunch it was kind of it almost like took place in the 60s and it, it, I thought it's not the Good Shepherd that movie with Matt Damon, but like yeah. that was the art design vibe of it was that yeah. type of stuff, and it was like about a guy getting spied on. It was I don't know maybe someone in, in the, yeah. the jaded audience will um, yeah remember, I but I think just VHS has that like it all has that same 
kind of vibe to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Just doesn't matter how it's shot, it doesn't matter what it is, it just all feels the same to me. Yeah. You know? It's all it's just a presentation. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Like touchstone or something? No, that's yeah. Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just remember having nap time like that like back when I was babysat. Oh, and like yeah. my nap time would be just put on like James and the Giant Peach, Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas, or Toy Story. Yeah. Those Toy three. Story, I had the whole thing memorized from there was a point in my life I had the whole thing memorized from the previews and all of that stuff through the whole movie. Yeah. Wow. Sid, Man. your pop tarts are ready. All right. Oh like God. I had the whole the whole thing <laughs> like like oh it's a, like it's a song. I had yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I haven't tried yeah. like going through now, but I'm sure it would all just oh start. It's literally like listening yeah. to like a, a sim like a symphonic suite <laughs> or something. Yeah. yeah like like your song. favorite sim- Yeah, the, the there's a rhythm to it, mm-hmm. a pacing, like a, a pace to it. Yeah. Right. Randy Newman fucking Bodied that score and soundtrack. Yeah. And as years Man. go by, <laughs> but the score will never die. And I will go sailing <laughs> no more. That's like during the sad part of the movie. No, yeah. it can't be true. I can fly if I wanted to, like a bird in the sky. I believe I can fly. Well, I'll fly. That's your stem. You know what my favorite thing about Randy Newman is? He claims when he talks about these films, this is if you're a Randy Newman head, Mm -hmm. this is not even like some obscure knowledge. Everybody knows this. But his whole thing is like he'll talk about how he didn't give a fuck making all of those films <laughs> yeah. like yeah, in the songwriting right. and right. when you think about it with some soundtracks you're like oh no that's definitely true like with mm-hmm. with the bug's life where he's like was a bug little bug <laughs> hardly there it's like yeah you weren't trying and like, right. here's two million dollars like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like all the sheets of lyrics he didn't put in the song yeah was a bug her little legs. <laughs> yeah, six legs. But tiny pencils. <laughs> but there's clearly like other soundtracks like where that's that's you'd clearly well, put, yeah, you right. put some the real Phil shit. Collins Tarzan is like the exact opposite of that. Oh my where it's God. like one of his best works. Right. <laughs> well it's like it's a it's a it's about like how they claim to relate to it. That's really yeah. the only difference we're talking about here. Because I mean, all of Randy Newman's shit is amazing. Like even the Bugs Life shit is amazing. Right. Yeah. Like musically, it's fucking yeah. amazing. But Phil Collins related the fuck out of Tarzan, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, Put your faith in what you most believe in. Two worlds, yeah. one family. Like the music Trust will have a- your heart. <laughs> Let fate decide. <laughs> To guide these lies we see. But it's funny that you would make a amazing. A untouched by men. <laughs> like, that has more Sorry. interesting themes than the movie. It's yeah, the music. Right. It, But it's funny. I, I think Rainy Newman, like, the fact that you would make amazing music and kind of be like, oh, no, I, I don't really care. It wasn't yeah. it was just a job, you know? Yeah, right. And then there's one interview where someone is, like, calling his bluff on that. I can't remember who it was. But they like they literally pull out, start bringing up lyrics, and they're yeah. like, "Well, I don't know if that's true." On the James and the Giant Peach soundtrack, 
you said, and then they like go through the lyrics, and he's like, oh well, I guess you know, some some things, you know. I gotta watch a Randy I, Newman. I guess I kind of had a good time writing. He's just <laughs> so chill. He's like, I had a good yeah, time yeah. writing all these songs. Yeah, I, I want to make trying. music for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying that yeah, that was Mad TV. Yeah. yeah. I write about a bug giving a hug <laughs> yeah. and a bug is song for you. Yeah, boom, boom. For those that don't know, Will Sasso has, I think, it's oh, one yeah. of the funniest bits of all time. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Mad TV like that, yeah. but like, I think that's a lot of nostalgia shit. If you actually go back, it, it's just a lot of cringe in there. Yeah. But there's a Will Sasso, Randy Newman sketch that is just so funny. It's like if <laughs> the, the bit is George Lucas hired Randy Newman to do the Star Wars music. <laughs> right. And he's just like, space is the place for Star Wars. <laughs> Jedi Knight story out of fight. It's just like, <laughs> it's the same thing I said about Bugs Life, but he's just doing it right, for right. Star Wars. Like he's just right. doing the bare minimum <laughs> lyrics right. wise. Oh, Fighting Lord. the war in the depths of space. Yeah. Come back to what me. They, what does it go? I'm a bug. Yeah. <laughs> Was a bug. Little bug. bug. <laughs> Hardly there. So good though. I love it. It's a time of your life. Do you remember that song? It's no. the time of your life, so live it well. No. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I love just anything he does, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just recorded myself sitting on the toilet, and he loved it. He loved the way it sounded. What is that yeah. song? Sure, people got no yeah. reason to live. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. Yeah. No, don't. No, I think we're gonna have I think we're gonna have Tim Tidecker on at some point. That's when we should have the full blown like Mm -hmm. Randy Newman conversation. I gotta brush up on my Newman. I've been going hard on Phil Phil Collins. Randy Newman is like his biggest inspiration. Really? Because his music wasn't just amazing. I mean, any Randy Newman comes out of a family full of like orchestral arrangers and composers and shit. Wow. So he's been doing it since he, it's like a family business type thing. Yeah. So he's not just like brilliant on that tip. His music was satirical. So much of his music was just satire yeah. and like commentary, like comedic commentary on so many right. different social political issues. And um, yeah, so like, and Tim is like a comedy music person. Mm-hmm. So that's like Randy Newman is like the god. I know people talk about like Weird Al, but Weird Al is just like no disrespect to Weird Al because he's a legend in his own right. Yeah. But like he's kind of like the that's like the easy laugh. Yeah. Whereas Randy Newman's like he's like the Tim Heidecker comedy yeah. wise like in the right, music right. in the music contest. Dude, that's that's why he can Al. have a hit song called yeah. Short People. Right. Yeah. And it's really just a song about discrimination. It's about people who are discriminatory but like it just flies goes over so many people's heads it's like controversial yeah and he has a song called rednecks that's like crazy and again this is not this is like anyone who's into randy newman rednecks is like that's one of the (coughs) i don't even know if i have the 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 we have the time or bandwidth that is literally a conversation in and of itself wow have you uh have you seen the trailer for the Weird Al movie that's coming out? Speaking of which, yeah, I did with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, it just 
I love it Daniel looks Radcliffe. Funny to me, man. <laughs> it, I'll watch it. Yeah. It looks. Funny. It takes know. itself seriously. That's that's what made no, me. Do you think so? I think, I think it's, it's a, all made I up. I thought it was pretty. It's all made up. It looks like a real duck. It looks like a real like biopic. Watch it again. Of that I think it's real, it's a parody, dog. Like, like really, I watched. Oh, the trailer is so silly. Yeah, where he's like, I forget what his. Uh... Is it or is it just like a played up? Hollywood version. No, I of think it's movie. making fun of that. I, I think, think it's like I don't think so. The vibe I got was like they were trying to be spiritual successor to Walk Hard. Yeah, that's no. the energy I got. I didn't get that at all. I don't. I mean, they might miss the mark, but I that's Walk Hard. Walk Hard makes that clear because it's one not based off of an actual specific person, and then like it's it's all fictional, but then it's also extremely goofy and ridiculous it's also that broad what it makes fun of there's yeah, nothing that right. i saw in that trailer that was like that i there think was a he, he he went he played his accordion and it was covering someone else it was clearly his voice and daniel radcliffe <laughs> lip syncing and then they all go yeah. holy shit man that was amazing no, I think I, I feel think that's like the it's joke. The, I think that's the joke. Like I think it, they're aware they of have, it. They have a line where he's like, "I," he's like, "This is not my, this is not my place in life. My, my dream is to write new lyrics to other people's songs." Yeah, and there's and his friends are like, "Yeah, that's what I you feel do. like that for. actually happened." I feel like if like we read his weird, like I bet you if we picked up a Weird Al autobiography, that line is in there verbatim. I, I, I feel like it's I don't a Weird know. Al. I don't, I don't know. know shit. I, I feel like Weird Al's but never done anything serious in his whole life. Yeah. I feel like there's no way. Have you? But he, his fans, he has serious fans. I hate though. Yeah. I don't I, hate Weird Al, but I hate Weird Al being asserted on me. Yeah. That's what I hate. <laughs> Have like, you heard like when people people start talking about it, play his music? Yeah. I remember I was in a car one time. I was in a car one time. Don't <laughs> put Weird Al on me. I was I was getting car pill. Do you hear me? Yeah. Put the if Weird Al back in your pants. You're not gonna do. It's that. Yeah. I was I was getting carpooled home from school. I think it was on Halloween. And I think I was going back to Tony's house. <laughs> this is already funny. And, and <laughs> the mom driving the car was only playing Weird Al the whole time. Like the whole time. It was like a 20 minute drive. You're in that just nasal <laughs> yeah. voice and for I was 20 like, minutes. And I remember yeah. in like eighth grade being like, I remember the exact conversation because it was like, it was so bizarre that an adult reacted this way. I was like, do you have any real music you could play? <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> and she, that stung so bad. And she's like, what are you talking about? Ooh, this that hurts so. And I was like, I don't know, like some Pink Floyd. I remember I said oh, Pink Floyd. Oh, my God. Oh, that hurts so and, bad. And, and she was like, this is really sick. Like, <laughs> And uh, I remember, like, she got real life. An adult got real life upset. That hurt for so that. bad, dude. Real. You would be upset yeah. if that. I would be hurt. I can't if a even kid imagine said, because I would never kid, feel that way. I would never. If play. a kid said that to me about some shit that I really enjoyed, and then, yeah. it, but there was like some, yeah. you know what I mean? And you well, know, you're yeah, listening to like, fucking parody music. You know what's funny? When I was in middle school, my music teacher covers who, too. My music teacher who yeah. could not sing. Uh, every time Weird Al put out a new song, that would get played in class. Every single time he played, he got a new. I remember, bro. The I kids remember that when, memorized "White and Nerdy" but oh, did not yeah. listen to rap. That see, yeah. that was when I was off the train. I was a Weird Al fan. <laughs> <before> <laughs> yeah. White. 
Um, I used to think, I used to think, do you remember Windows having like a search, music video search feature? There was like a Windows media, like searchable Windows. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? You have like a vague memory of that? Yeah. Yeah. I used to watch um, his Michael Jackson, just like, yeah. And like other stuff. And I thought that that was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like that was kind of it. Yeah. You know? I remember that and he did Did a- he ever do blackface? I feel like he he's, he was smart enough. He did to- cornrows with com- chameleon air oh, okay. or whatever yeah. for the Did he? Because I just feel like I remember the reason not- why I didn't like him. Yeah. I was like yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like I feel like that's something he so easily could have like Done. I, don't, yeah. I won't put that Done. past Well, because he yeah, did yeah. like he did bad, he did Gangsta's Paradise, he did like yeah. he also all about did, the Benjamins. Yeah. Yeah. All about the Pentiums. that's his whole thing, really. Yeah. Like, um, what was you, what was his Gangsta's Paradise cover? Again? Amish Paradise. Amish Paradise. Yeah. yeah. It's just the same song. You, yeah. You've taken something that like someone might get one hit their whole life, and it's just because they ingeniously made this yeah. specific song that was a hit, yeah. and you just get to scoop up every hit, right? And replace some words, and you're worth how much? I don't know. Yeah, you know when I when it comes to parody music, I feel like the <laughs> I've pinnacle. never really liked it. I don't I, know if that's coming across. No, no. Imagine looking up Weird Al's uh, uh, what's what's the word? His net, net worth. worth, and it's yeah. like a hundred <laughs> mil. <laughs> you know I'm it. fat. I'm fat. He's and like, worth hundred million. He's like, well, what about instead of capitalism, it's like a parody of capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> what about capitalism? We changed the dollar sign to something different. Like, but I'm still rich. It's like, yeah. what about under it? What if it was capitalism, but it was kind of silly? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Have you heard uh Paul With an F, Paul F. Tompkins has a a story about weird about meeting weird Al, um where they they both were at the same <laughs> podcast studio <laughs> and he's like well, he was on comedy bang bang all the time wasn't he? both of them oh you well, or the show well but, the, yeah. in this story they're like recording in separate rooms next door to each other oh okay and weird Al is getting a little bit loud and he's like trying to he's trying to tell him to quiet down but he's like you know we're buddies we're trying to let's just like make it a joke who is getting loud uh weird out was oh, okay this is paul f tomkins telling the story and he was like yes yeah, like this is my friend let me just like tell him to quiet down but you know as a bit and he goes knocks on the door he's like hey weird <laughs> he's calling him, <laughs> calling him weird he's like hey weird could you keep it down please weird <laughs> Did you keep it down? <laughs> and this happens a couple times, and he escalates to the point where he comes in. And he's like, "I mean, weird, <laughs> weird. Could you keep it down?" Is that what he goes by? No, no absolutely no, not. No way. And then he, <laughs> at the, after they finish recording, they go through this whole uh, fiasco, and he's like, "I just realized." I've never met Weird Al in my life. <laughs> this is my first time, and I've just been calling him weird for an hour and a half. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I would call him Al. Probably yeah. not weird. Al- Albert. Albert. Uh, Alfred. Weird. What is strange Albert? Name? Strange. <laughs> Bizarre Albert. Bizarre. Coming soon. Yeah, yeah, I just, I just, yeah, man. I don't hate. I don't hate Weird Al. I was gonna really say weird. I don't, <laughs> I don't hate, hate weird. weird. I don't hate weird. Um. I don't hate him, but it's just like the amount of kids that I grew up with. That there's like people was who the that was he brilliant. was a huge part of their life. I, like, yeah, yeah, no, he's like I don't like under, he, I don't understand it personally, but yeah, yeah. I like no, almost no every other I, musical comedian that exists more than him. Probably. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to parodies, I'm a big Richard Cheese guy. 
Richard G. I don't know. Is that, <laughs> no, he's is that the guy is that shaking yeah. come nigga? Yeah. It's that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does that, that's my neck, my like, back. He sings like. Yeah. He does like, like a like, white, you know, stereotypical yeah. white Broadway like lounge jazz lounge covers oh, yeah. of like so songs much you would have never thought I could sing in this yeah. voice. You know, that's like the whole yeah. thing. He's oh, like, so much drama in the LBC. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the only person who I love that's in the same kind of realm is Pee Wee Herman. And that's yeah. just because Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman is forty million times more creative than Weird Al. Yeah. Let me tell you yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that's very mean, but yeah, <laughs> that's very Sorry, that very loud. harsh. Uh, but yes, <laughs> I, would have, I mean you're talking about they're also friends. But yeah, yeah, you're talking about a brilliant <laughs> Paul Rubens like, is yeah. Yeah, that show yeah. is amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that movie's incredible. Yeah. That's I mean Danny Elfman, Tim Burton. Yeah, man. And that's like a part of my childhood as yeah, well. That's like yeah. one of the first films I remember watching. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's yeah. like one of those kids, one of those movies you grow up as a kid and like a kid shows you, is like, oh, have you ever seen the Pee Wee Herman movie? You got to yeah. go over and watch it. And you watch. It's like that, Sandlot, Monty Python, and the Holy Grail. Like these movies that you're like, oh, do you know about this fire movie? Yeah. Like, people, people wonder, I, I'll be specific. Some of my black friends wonder, as a black person, how I end up being a like tim burton <laughs> danny elfman fan and it's literally yeah. like the first few years of my life it was like nightmare before christmas mm -hmm. and fucking the peewee herman my dad just so happened to be <laughs> a big peewee herman fan for reasons yeah. i still don't understand to this day mm -hmm. he literally has a peewee herman pool like string That's doll that he saved like since the 80s wow in the house I still to this day don't understand why. I looked it up. That's... It's not, unfortunately. <laughs> I think he thought it would be, uh -huh. and it looks like it would be. I feel like you. Yeah. Didn't you have that I in your want... office? No. Or something similar? No, but I do. I would no, like that. I think yeah. you're thinking of that, Chuck, like that, that Chucky doll. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all just exposing me. <laughs> that was a gift. Yeah, Z's got three not... life size xenomorphs. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dope. Yeah. That yeah. would be hard. Yeah. What were we joking about? That the fucking uh to get your PS4 fixed, don't go to GameStop. You gotta go somewhere where there's a pissed off Game Boy outside <laughs> oh, the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a life size xenomorph. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's a an fucking anthropomorphized right. Game Boy. <laughs> an anthropomorphized Game Boy is the logo like arm. for the yeah, for the it's stores. like Mike's pissed off video games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's got to no. be a, there's got to yeah. be a Game Boy with a World War II Normandy Beach right uh, right outfit on right right. But yeah, no. Um, Pee Wee was dope. Yeah, um, and he is like in that same kind of like mm -hmm. wacky. And he just did what yeah. uh fucking what's his face also did. Just beating off in a theater. Yeah, yeah. Who was it that was like we owe Pee Wee Herman a massive apology? Who was that? somebody was I, saying but who that? Who was recently. the guy? Fred something? Fred Willard or something? Fred Willard. The who dude. is this? Didn't he beat off in a theater too? Did he? Yeah, the guy from like Anchorman. Yeah, and, like, know. and and all the Christopher Guest movies. The, yeah, he got. He's, he's on the Boondocks. Like <laughs> he's on the Boondocks, nigga. 
what's up, nigga? Is he really? <laughs> yeah, they had oh, they're like videos of him in the recording booth. When he's doing that, you know that teacher that Times was like- Times were so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> when you really think about you, it. You remember that teacher that was like- uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you remember that white teacher that was like explaining the difference between- <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Crazy yachts. Yo. Do you, remember, do you remember that teacher that was explaining the difference between like, when you say it with a uh, with the ER, nigger- can you lend a, a, can you can you a, nigga, a nigga a pencil? pencil? I have a drop had, for that. Bro. They had Fred Willard doing that on Boondocks. <sighs> he's like, you can't, can you lend a nigga a french fry? How can you borrow a french fry? Are you going to give it back, nigga? This is Fred Willard doing yeah. all this? Oh, yeah. It's not wow. nigga, it's nigga. Ah, nigga. I have a drop specifically. <laughs> well, he's talking about that video. Yeah. Boondocks was yeah. referencing that video. Yeah. yeah. Boondocks oh, was doing all the like, funny. they were doing all the, all the like, uh, cultural exports were going to Boondocks before Atlanta started Keen doing Peel that. did a great job with that kind of shit too. Yeah, they did mm -hmm. a great job. Like they would make whole sketches based off of like internet characters or viral yeah. videos mm -hmm. and stuff. You yeah. know, like a tasteful way. Right. Boondocks would more or less just rip it uh, word for <laughs> word, but it was still hilarious. It was like that because that was like in that period when you you kind of had a sense that people that made TV were not on the internet still if that makes sense you yeah, kind of yeah. mean like they were the there was shit that over. divorce between the two yeah exactly like still. like they were still like like swirling champagne like we would never yeah we would and then they come out and he's just like yeah in jail the more the most important thing was booty <laughs> there was nothing more important than a man's butt <laughs> you know this is boondocks you're saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think remember that dude that yeah <laughs> just like yeah, he was like, I, you know, I would pull him aside and I would say, I like you and I want you. <laughs> now we can do this the easy way or the hard way. The choice is yours. Dude, I, I see you've chosen the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how much like weight going viral in like 06 was right. versus yeah. now. Right. Yeah. The like, craziest one nothing. I caught, I talk about this. I will talk about this until the day I die. Like, meaning I caught it so early before it went viral was uh, there's a rapist in Lincoln Park. Oh, we going to find you. Hide your kids. Oh, hide your, hide your kids, you hide saw that before it popped? And wow. I, I was sharing it when it had like a few, like thousand views. Wow, right? that thing was like Hide your kids, hide year. your wife. They raping everybody out And here. then it just went, it just yeah. went crazy, crazy. That right. used to be a thing like in my family. Yeah, because I was like, I was like on heavily online and like Reddit. There was a point in time where r slash videos on Reddit was like the central virality point. That yeah. was like if right. you started seeing something, if you caught something gaining steam that day and it was right. good, you would know instinctively. Oh, this is going. This is going to go crazy. Like yeah. this is going to go crazy. Right. And I and I it may have. I don't know if it was high school or I can't remember when. E bombs world was also like. I think yeah. the, the video you're describing was like 2012, something like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 How'd your kids, how'd your wife? I think yeah, it was, I think it was like in 11, 10, maybe. That had to be earlier, I think. Maybe it was 2010, 2011. I, I feel like I was maybe in high 09, school. I don't know. I was definitely in high school then. Yeah. I think it it yeah. might have been like 08, 09. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's wild, wild to think about. Yeah. Um, Dude, I just, being there for Numa Numa was crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> Like actually, that that actually like I hated that so much. Yeah. Really? 
Yeah, it was Mario fucking st- stupid. You know what? The dude lip syncing it. Yeah. I was like, what is the point of this? This is so stupid. I was as a kid. I was like, I was, this is so dumb. You know, yeah. eight or whatever. So <laughs> I thought it was cool. Okay, yeah, we were a little older. I was our, ten or something. Uh, yeah. I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was pretty neat. But uh, I also didn't really. I also didn't like that one. But you know what? Especially took the uh, this the life out of it is finding out what those words actually mean. What are they? Here we go. It was. He's got the receipts. Another, Lay it on us. Another receipt. I just, I, I, I dated a Romanian girl for a little bit. <laughs> Whoa, that's it's a Romanian. It's a Romanian song. It is Romanian. Yeah. And yeah. What is it? Coochie? That? No, it just. <laughs> <laughs> Numa Numa sounds like yeah. something. No, mm. it's a. Uh, mm. So I forget what the. Oh man, so many people are gonna be like, oh, that's where your head is. Z. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so everything's about that. Everything's about coochie, as you call it. Interesting. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> We're on the anatomy is coochie. Can you explain. Uh, it's it just means like uh, you want to leave, but you're not taking me. It's that's what it means. Wow. So my you, mind you're trying is to break really up in the gutter. Wait. Yeah. Wait. What? You so want to leave? Like uh, it's like a like race a place. It's cold. Uh, maybe it's cold outside. Yet. Version Romanian version. <laughs> I think Ooh. it's like a breakup song. Oh no! I think oh. it's, a, it's a breakup song. The, it's the, like, the, 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 yeah, the phrasing <laughs> oh, sounded the, a little like oh, you want to yeah. go, but you can't. Predator, oh, predator, like. like <laughs> what's the literal translation? You want to leave, but you're not taking me, or you don't want to take me. I think something like that. Oh well, that maybe sounds like you're breaking up with me. Yeah, just yeah, like it's yeah I, I caught I caught a whiff of that. Yeah, I hear too, what you were saying. Yeah, also. Well, because like, you were making it sound like oh, until you hear what it's about, and it's like, oh no, no. But no. syntactically, well, like, it's just maybe literally that, that just, is just like you're breaking up with me. Yeah, <laughs> I just mean, I just mean like the way the songs. <laughs> yeah, up with if me. it was like yeah. you try to leave, but I won't let you breaking up with me. baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. Oh. oh my god yeah, yeah. i'm glad that, that there was video. a there was like a collective reflection yeah. moment on that song where everyone was yeah. like holy shit <laughs> oh yeah. baby it's cold outside yeah. yeah and i feel like that was not until the last what five years I watched, yeah. I watched like last christmas i watched like a netflix christmas movie where there's a joke about that in the movie where oh, they yeah. they're like their Christmas carol you're like this song's super fucked up did you know that let's yeah. remix it and oh yeah they-, <laughs> they try and like make it like consensual yeah. or something um, yeah mm. it's like no that they song could, is fucked just, like, leave, yeah. it just leave it alone <laughs> just, yeah yeah um oh man that's related to a thought I've had like a fleeting thought reoccurring over time of like if someone were to like cover michael jackson's whole discography like but ch- just change yeah. change mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. so that everyone can listen to it <laughs> right <laughs> or r kelly same thing with r kelly or whatever yeah you know like whoever's i was having a conversation had with their someone, moment yeah someone about this uh <laughs> i think i think it was like it was about why keep it in the bathroom well, like <laughs> vibe <laughs> Vibe, vibe. He's like, like, like little you got that vibe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just tweak little things right. here and there. It's a like, grown woman has got, got that vibe. And the whole yeah. selling point is, I'm not R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. What were you saying though? <laughs> like, like the difference between like why it's why it's easier to maybe listen to Michael Jackson than it is to like watch a stand up comedian that's that's like their personalities fucked up. Like, yeah. like I'm basically thinking like Chappelle versus Mike. I, I was having a conversation yeah. with somebody, um, or maybe like even like a direct like a, a director like their movie. Like I think if your music isn't about the thing that you did or the thing that's fucked up about you if it's just yeah. like this objective thing yeah that's what makes it the easiest i think for people to yeah uh, i think what's not what, relate them together what makes it so hard with r kelly is but r kelly I mean, is not that r kelly yeah well like in career. relation in relation to michael jackson or like a comedian r kelly wrote so much of his own music himself and so much of other people's music right. that you gotta when you listen to his music you're like i know this is about Aaliyah. i right. know and right. then you listen to other songs and you're like i know this is about Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. fuck and then you listen to contagious by the isley brothers and you're like i fuck he's the dude fucking the dude's wife fuck mm-hmm. and you, there's so much so many spaces where he just pops up where you didn't expect him to pop up mm-hmm. he's in fucking same girl and then you gotta ask questions about usher you gotta be like how, how old was the girl in, in the same girl video because right. that's gotta be that's gotta be really embarrassing for usher to just have a, a song about how you were fucking the same girl as R. Kelly. That oh, yeah. has got to be a little bit of like a blemish on his personal record. I wonder I wonder if he thinks about that all the time or if he's just Probably completely not. oblivious. Probably just like, fuck. He's just like, hey, you know. I feel like any guy who worked with R. Kelly also, uh, if you worked with him long enough, I feel like you got a whiff of that. I mean. didn't he have girls around him probably? Yeah. Or was it? Yeah, were they just fucking, being shuttled in escalades? I'm like, you think locations? he just? Got, no, the short is everyone knew. That's the short yeah, of it, and like, no one gave a fuck. No one cared. Yeah, that's the short. Like, of did it. he just get a harem of women at the tail end of his career? Right. No. <laughs> well, and it, you know that there's also a filmmaker we will talk about at some point that Jeez. was similar. Yeah, <laughs> similarly didn't really care. The one thing I touch me, baby. The, the one thing I want to say on all of that is like, every time this kind of like conversation comes up I feel the urge and instinct to like try and relate it back to the the structural it's like because no one does that yeah yeah and but it's all it's always muting and stuff yeah. like that type of thing you said what like mute R. Kelly that type of idea or are you just well, no about, no no I'm like, like, like the, the uh, insulation of abuse that kind the of the organization of the whole entertainment industry man. exactly I, that's he, what I'm talking about I'm, that's what yeah. I'm saying it's like getting it's like okay like you can there's the individual we're talking about individual people doing fucked up things it's like okay well what did they do and okay it's not a one off thing it's actually a fucking this is this happens all the time everywhere and it's like okay what is allowing and enable enabling this to happen and then people will go oh it was his manager oh it yeah. was his friend oh it was this other artist oh it was whatever and it's like okay okay yes these individuals are like implicit like this is all like complicit in mm-hmm. in this in the situation but let's look at the power dynamics and the social organization that all of them were inside of and and let's look at the motivations like of all of the people inside of that and then how the structure is accommodating to those motivations that being money and whatever yeah. so it's like and then it's like okay so 
what we're really talking about. Like, and people will say, oh, it's a systemic issue. It's mm-hmm. systemic. It's systemic. It's but systemic. It, they'll never dive in beyond that. Yeah, they that. never yeah. dive in beyond that. It's kind of just like, well, that's where we end it, folks. Have a good right. night, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, no, nah, I feel like that's actually uh, the most important part. It's like, that, why that, are all of us gathered together in this context? What are we trying to do? And like, how does it operate? And then in how it operates, how do these people not just they're not enabled they're almost not even almost they're emboldened they're like mm-hmm. it's reinforced right you know there's like a whole it's it's actually just like go ahead actually i'll bring people to you go ahead because mm-hmm. yeah. it could be an in for me this could oh. be an in for me that word systemic i feel like has mythologized the whole process to right. such a degree that I'm yeah like, yeah it's like it's like, like right <laughs> it, it, it's deep but it's not that deep actually right. we're like you got it's, people- it's literally this <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> this is how these fuck this fucked up shit happened this right, right. here like this triangle <laughs> this pyramid that is how it happened right. that's how it happened well, you mm-hmm. got people at the top of this fucking hierarchy like yeah it's a systemic issue you know we can't really get to the bottom of it. you're at the fucking bottom of it you are right. it what do you mean it's like you're at the root of yeah, the fucking thing you're at the top of the pyramid it's like the fact just the fact that it is like a, a broad complicated uh complex issue doesn't mean there aren't like people you can point to that are at these certain nexuses, nexi, nexuses Nexus, of it. Right. I'm just like, there are there are individuals who perpetuate this shit uh, within a framework and with the motivation of money, resources, connections, clout, whatever the fuck. You know, it's like, but it's like it, it's like it's carrying the conversation even be. It's like, what is the alternative? Yeah, to this. Yeah, and like, how would it keep? rapists and abusers right. and fucking authoritarian ass people from getting in the place to do what they've fucking done right and we've just so happened to, to catch you know a select few right and put them on blast and then you just in the in the quote-unquote best of cases you just swap in someone else put them in the same same position right. maybe you open up a new i don't know a new office uh, yeah a new corner yeah a new corner in the in the business where they can uh, a new committee oversight you know advisory board or some or some shit like that but it's like as long as the pyramid stays intact folks right okay and that voice is the voice of the bosses and the shareholders and the rapists and the whatever Mm -hmm. it's like just just keep the keep the overall thing intact it's like what if everybody pulled out right as long as i have no accountability to anybody except making sure they get their money as long as I don't have, as long as I don't have to take any type of responsibility for any type of actions, and there's always a person above me who I can deflect to if you if you come to me with any problems, with any type of issues, and as long as comedians perpetuate this narrative that cancel culture is a real problem, when in reality it's the system that we all aspire to, and the systems that uh, that force us into these uh aspirations these bourgeoisie as- aspirations are you doing how long can i how long do i have to do this? i was like how long do i have to keep this up how long do i have to but no man it's like this uh this, they it, no that, aspire though that's the, the, the as- that's the it's word the aspiration that and it and, stood out to me and um as as far as the specifics of the entertainment industry i feel like there are two there are two things like with comedians that narrative that cancel culture is the is the root of all this shit all mm-hmm. these problems is like 
I hey, look, I understand it, it feels it sucks to build a whole career and then have it pulled out from under you because you made quote unquote one mistake. It's usually a lot more than that, but we don't have to get into that. <laughs> Let's say it's it really was one mistake. Right. Uh, like to have your whole career pulled out from under you for that reason. Sure. It sucks. I uh, Yeah, I can imagine that. But maybe ask yourself why there's a system where you have to entertain people or die. Or lose you lose everything. Right. You know, you have no foundation beneath the shit that you had to build for yourself. Right. Maybe ask yourself why it had to be so hard coming up that you ha- now make it harder for other people to get where you're at because for, because of some status. because it threatens your status and because we have this like stupid moralistic attachment to struggle where. Yeah. Comedy has to be hard. Something as supposedly fun as comedy has to be the hardest shit that you've ever done in your life. When like audiences already make it hard. Why do we have to make the shit hard for each other? We could just fucking build each other up uh, and to where we have a a safety net where that's not a fucking problem. Because the fact of the matter is, once you get to that point, the people around you support you anyway. Yeah. So... Maybe it doesn't have to be a whole systemic thing where you're now forced into people's faces because I, I, well, I got to feed my kids. I got to feed my kids. You're taking food out my daughter's mouth. You're taking food out my off my right. off my baby's plate uh, just because I just because I uh, said my gay fans don't have AIDS or whatever the fuck right. the baby said. It's yeah. like we don't have to, you know, we don't have yeah. to do all that shit. I, uh, so, and I'm sorry, but the just the second point there is like. You also have like this aspirational element where everybody in the stand up world that's not in the proper entertainment world has mm. this aspiration to get into that right. part of it. Right. And then once you get there, you know, like I'm I'm in WJ WGA, I'm in SAG, and they have these uh season by season pay bumps. Uh at least in in the writers guild, SAG doesn't really do a whole lot. But um you know, you have these, every, like every season of a show, you get a title bump and you get a pay bump. And it's like, it kind of creates this bubble where you cross over and you immediately don't have the same uh, incentives as the rest of your peers. Right. And then- Wow, like every, just creatively, your shit is fucked up. Not, not like not fucked even, up, but well, like not even creatively, different I, incentive to yeah, be creative. Yeah, exa- exactly. And it's like, so you have- that uh, you have that system that propels you into aspiration whether you have that internalized feeling or not and so you're kind of like i don't give a fuck what happens you know next season i'm going to be a story editor i'm going to be an executive story editor story right. uh i'm going to be a co-producer or whatever and so like it kind of it bumps you it necessarily bumps you out of kind of quote unquote working class status or whatever right. the fuck you want to call it i don't um but it just it just kind of puts you in a position where you're just necessarily isolated from the people around you yeah. and you just immediately lose all the all those interests you know um and it's it's this sort of the same like in an even more like minute kind of way of like the way the oscars were invented to keep actors from from being parts of workers movements you know what i'm saying right. to like like you get your little you get your little trinket you get to be part of the you get to be part of the elite 
uh, you know, a, a little bit at a time. Yeah. You know, maybe eventually you'll get to the top. If you get another job, you'll get to the top. Isn't that nice? Right. Isn't that nice? Don't think about how it's structured or the things that it perpetuates. You don't have to worry about all that. You get to be a you get to be a, a co-producer on Big Mouth. Yeah. You get to write on Big Mouth. It's it, like, it's it's so fascinating the way comedy's been like mechanized. Like there's like there's like machinery to it. Yeah. And like I don't know, like I I, I just find it fascinating the people who are like I mean, like professional comedians and and professional comedy writers, like some of them, like the way they think about uh, comedy, like it's just it's just wild because it's like you'll hear them say stuff like you have to come up with like uh, having an endless well of jokes is your best strength as a comedy writer, just endless, endless, endless jokes. And it's like, well, yeah, that that's true. But like that's that's also not like considering like just being funny like mm -hmm. wouldn't that just be your <laughs> it's just like right. being a funny person it's like no you can you can churn out dozens of episodes of jokes and and do all this you can just like it's volume it's like very volume focused right and um i feel like that kind of lends to the the whole like i don't know idea oh we're changing uh okay gotcha i feel like that that kind of lends to the whole like just constantly trying to maximize the profit constantly trying to extract because when you think about it like the amount of money in comedy and tv like co comedic content in general is fucking absurd like just being just funny shit mm -hmm. is absurd how much money of an industry that is so i don't know the way that like affects culture of applying that profit motive and an incentive to just the idea of comedy and then that reflecting in all the comedy we get from television and movies and stand up and yeah. all that shit it's like i think that's why it's been so lockstep culturally with like what we're seeing our country turn into is like because yeah, that's like also right where the money shit. is it's just right well yeah and it's like i, I just yeah i know i just wanted to say like I feel like one thing that can't get lost is like the even the framing of the discussion we're having right now is as if these comedians, these people we would consider reactionaries even have a conception that there is an alternative. Right. And yeah. and so then my brain goes to, OK, like, let's say there was a cooperative entertainment ecosystem. Mm -hmm. The reactionary ideas and culture and all of that stuff doesn't go away you know mm -hmm. it's still like like whether it's festering in this cooperative ecosystem where it's like auxiliary to it or whatever it's still gonna be there so and, and what i'm saying more concretely is like yeah let's say there's a structural alternative that you know is there's there's money there and it's like people can make a living there's not as much of uh, a concern about, you know, money and surviving and like having a fulfilling career or whatever. I feel like there's another layer to this conversation, which is like around accountability and responsibility. There's like yeah. this, this, this social layer of like people who just hate the idea that they would have to 
think really think more critically about what they're saying mm -hmm. and think more critically yeah. about what they're doing and operate in a way where people expect more of them in terms mm -hmm. of their behavior or whatever than they currently get in this other place. Well, it's like yeah. people, you know? they, it goes even more systemic than that because a, having a captive audience for those reactionary ideas depends on that system existing anyway. So it's like, yeah. it's not even like, oh, the system would hold them accountable. It's also like they're going out and doing this shit and people are laughing their fucking ass off. Yeah. There's, a, there's a bunch of, you can call them dumb, you can call them whatever, but it's yeah. there's, there's a bunch of people conditioned to laugh at those things. Yeah whether it be out of spite or just implicit, like that's how they feel. Right. And it's like, they feel that way yeah, because they're I, conditioned by the system. But I think also. it's yeah. a spectrum even on the right wing side of things. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, there's a difference between a Bill Burr and a fucking, uh, who's the reactionary puppet guy? Uh, uh, Russ, uh, Tony. No, Tony guy. No, no, no. Yeah. The pup, the puppet oh, guy. Uh, oh, Jeff Dunham? Dunham. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> right. in terms of like appealing to, right, yeah. like 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 <laughs> Bill Burr has race. <laughs> Bill Burr has racist fans, and yeah. there'll be moments where they they verbalize some shit, racist shit off of something he said or did, and then he goes, "Fuck you, no." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. But then at the same time he'll drift he'll drift into other reactionary ideas and then the second yeah. there's this sense of like oh what the fuck you want me to you want me to reconsider that no right you know and it's like and i and i it ties to this point that i was trying to make which is like i do feel like it's tied to the structural conversation in the sense that look guys there's this whole other alternative route and solution to all of this shit yeah. that you just you're not seeing and it squares with the social and the cultural it, it aligns it aligns there's there's consistency over here like there's that part of it but i feel like i feel like there's a broader like uh social part of it that's that's related to a conversation i brought up before where people feel like the second there's a there's a, a social reassessment or a critical reassessment around like social ideas. It yeah. gets conflated with being an activist or being yeah. like a yeah. world changer or people save, you know, saver, what, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And it's like, well, if I have to, if I reevaluate, that means I'm taking one step into being the person that cares about anything beyond themselves, you know? Uh, yeah. And it's like, I do think that there's that layer to it for some comedians yeah. that yeah. are not particularly like yeah. forward thinking and in fact try to hold this bullshit neutrality position in line. Yeah. And it's frustrating. I'm thinking of Bill Burr first because that's how I feel about Bill Burr because well, he's like, he's amazing to me. But mm -hmm. like, and I don't know, I haven't, I haven't listened to him in years, so it could have, he could have well, changed or something, but like... When I think of Bill Burr... Or Tom Segura, do, too. Tom Segura, yeah. too. That I feel the same way about him. I, when I think of Bill Burr specifically, I do think of like, because I would give him a little more credit and say he has attempted to like take those steps in his life. And I think there... I'm sure there is that element of like, if I go too far, then I got to go all the way. And so right. there's like a s sort of self-imposed limit. Right. Um, 
And I I think there were points where I kind of felt the same way. I think I wasn't like uh right wing reactionary in that way, but I I would have put myself in a kind of limiting like right like um oh what I'm Malcolm X now because I it's like oh I yeah. gotta be Malcolm X now because I well it's read even, a book on intersectionality <laughs> well it's not even that it was like for me <laughs> for me it was what like, I gotta was, be Malcolm X now is yeah. right like a kid's book yeah. what I gotta be Malcolm X now <laughs> uh I mean for me it was more like um. Like limiting in the sense that like I was always a little like put off by like how a lot of black comedians talk so much shit about poor white people. And there are reasons for it. Uh, like there's a history of like, you know, conflict in workers movements and all this. So there's just like that. Con- yeah, that just settler colonialism yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. That through line of conflict is going to be there. It's always going to be. But it always. But knowing it, that they're a scapegoat. Yes. They're, they're one of the scapegoats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it never sat right with me to to have that, but I could also I also couldn't really reconcile it with like the knowledge that they like there is that racist threat and there is the all all this uh history between mm-hmm. black and white people that's like regardless of class, you kind of can't really discount it. Right. But right. it's but it is a lot deeper than that and there's a lot more potentiality beyond what exists beyond the the threads of racism and exclusion and all of these things that that are in our face Mm -hmm. there's so much more potentiality beyond that and it was so hard for me to like to admit that and then verbalize it Mm -hmm. in sort of in opposition to other black people that were saying otherwise Mm -hmm. that's stuff like that makes it very difficult to like Cause like when, I mean like when the prevailing uh, narrative is, you know, that poor white people, for example, like there's a very common joke in uh, comedy, like if you're poor and you're homeless, or or no, if you're if you're white and you're homeless, you fucked up, because mm-hmm. the right, whole world right. is out there for you. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, it's such a dumb heard? joke when you think about it. it. Is. It's like that literally yeah. is white people have been getting fucked over since the beginning yeah and in, <laughs> most white people have been getting fucked over but right. it's in a high it's in and a social hierarchy where they're mm-hmm. fucking over yeah you know you you have this racial well it's also just like mental illness is, is colorblind mental illness will yes. affect anyone yeah and it's like and you're just in this society no, just, you're completely dysfunctional and if you're you know dysfunctionally yeah. mentally ill then you're just yeah, th- yeah there's that part too but right but th- it's a cl- yeah. it's supposed to be a class joke it's like yeah. it's supposed to be like oh you had that white skin privilege and you fucked it up yeah right. you that's blew the joke it. you blew it and it's like um i always had that th- i always <laughs> had that thought internally but like taking that step of acknowledging like that they make and up a majority build- of food stamps you know there's, there's yeah. people on welfare they're, in they're this most country. people <laughs> yeah um but yeah, like taking that step and acknowledging <laughs> that like verbally and then like uh, like one, it, it, there was a point where I acknowledged that in, internally and then I was like, all right, if I start like, if I go that way, I really got to like go all the way and be mm-hmm. able to back up all my shit right. because like, right. because when that prevailing narrative is this, then you've got people that if you start 
if you give the appearance that you're like defending white people in any way, it's like then you're either anti-black or you don't know where you came from mm-hmm. or this or that or the, just all types of like commentary that isn't grounded in anything, but you can't really argue against it because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. But you know? you're, this is a perfect example of like the specific thing I'm like I'm trying to strike at. You get yeah. you get what I'm really talking about. Yeah. I'm like I'm. Well, it's the, like putting putting the crazy like obviously reactionary comedians. Yeah. We we know kind of what that is. It's it's more it's a specific type of like comedian that we're talking about. Where it's like not all hope is lost for them <laughs> to like be connected to something broader yeah. than themselves. Yeah. And they're like really kind of like. They have like they're trying to think critically. They're trying to come to it from their own point. They're not trying yeah. to like come from some sort of perceived social pressure to feel a right. certain way yes. about something. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like And it applies. I feel like some comedians, comedians it, some comedians, yeah. even reactionary ones doing that. It, it's almost like performance art to a degree. Yeah. Like I don't think <laughs> For some of them, yeah. Yeah. I don't think some of them are are like you know, uh, are are going to ever change. But yeah, I do think yeah. some of them are like they're just trying to like it's like a performance art of like, I know I'm flawed and I don't learn and I'm shitty, but also like I'm going to be like, I'm going to lay out exactly how I'm thinking, whether it hurts your feelings or not. And it, it yeah. may be shitty comedy. It might be whatever, but like maybe they are, maybe there is yeah. a degree of like, well, at least this yeah. is coming from my conclusions or whatever. Yeah. It's a catharsis and, to it too. It's like yeah. that yeah. thing. And that's what can resonate with a lot of people who, especially white people who they're feeling this, this broader quote unquote outside critique or criticism and they don't yeah. they just don't want to feel judged they don't want to yeah. feel guilty even though it's not about guilt but that's where i was this point about the messenger i was going to bring up it's like it's also who are you seeing giving yeah. the critique and right. what is their tone what is their like and what is their angle even because you could yeah. you could say something that's technically right but if you're an asshole and judgmental right. about it yeah. who are you going to win over exactly you know right this is like yeah. part of the thing too of like the being assigned as an activist or a person who's right like into this shit right. is like i see a lot of like i'd see a lot of white creators on tiktok where it's like that's all their content yeah. is is yeah. slamming racist. Like yeah. you see yeah. a lot of them on TikTok. It's, it's like, like yeah. white person who's <laughs> like, yeah, we call it, we have something called racial equality back where I'm from, and we don't, <laughs> yeah. we don't, yeah. we don't, we, we're how I grew up. I was taught to respect people based on their character, and it's <laughs> yeah. like he's slamming some other white person right. that's yeah. like just from and it's Texas like, or something. It's like, you know? okay, but you, it's like the problem is systemic. Again, going back to this overused, yeah. but it's also <laughs> even deeper than that for me because I have on a long enough timeline seen what politicized jokes on TikTok do algorithmically versus yeah. like something niche or weird. Yeah, And it's like, you could easily just only make that type of shit. And that's, it. it yeah and there's a lot of people that fall into that there's people that make whole careers off of that that are are like they wanted to be actors but instead they do that like like that's kind of what jimmy Dore realized is like yeah. oh if i'm just a political yeah. guy i don't have to do stand-up i can just like be on these networks and say a bunch of shit and that applies yeah. beyond comedy too yeah. Yeah. but it, i wanted to i wanted to put out this thing though like when i use this word systemic it's like you're attacking this individual 
racist person, right? How is that getting to how white supremacy is structurally reflected mm-hmm. when right. it comes to labor, land, housing, food, and yeah. so on and so forth? How does that deal? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's another mm-hmm. part of. It can end up being another part of this. Like, sure, there could there's a, there can be a cultural element to it of like gesturing to other white people that this is bad and mm-hmm. like this is how this is the energy we got to bring and like on an yeah. interpersonal level sure that's cool that's great maybe you help people maybe you even save certain people's lives in the right. process but it's like at the end of the day that behavior and like someone an individual feel, feeling emboldened to say and do certain things is an outgrowth of these structures, these yeah. institutions that are in place that white people are dominating. Yeah. And that it's at that juncture of the conversation that we're really just talking about these TikTokers and whatever. We're talking about bread and circuses. We're talking about right. it's a show. It's like a it's a performance, you know, presenting yeah. as well, striking like, at race yeah. racism and systemic racism, but it's like well, like, well, how yeah. do you do now, that? There's a Concrete. whole industry of like document Netflix documentaries and shit about systemic racism. That's yeah, now like right. a, a coffee table book topic now. It's like, right. oh, look at this like beautifully done documentary or book or right. novel or interview or whatever about this thing. Right. Yeah. But again, it's like so flaccid. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't penetrate anything. Yeah. And I I think that's where a lot of <laughs> why? Doesn't, it doesn't fuck me and make me cut. Yeah. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't get in my it ass. Doesn't it suck doesn't my fuck dick. me and make me calm okay <laughs> the most well-meaning but bizarre like, like, so flaccid it doesn't it doesn't penetrate. get in my ass gonna eat but my at butt? the point yes i i got it yeah, yeah it just yeah. doesn't do anything yeah right. i feel like right. that's a big part of like what gives credence to reactionary arguments is ultimately like people on the like left liberals are not doing anything there's yeah nothing, like, it's all getting co-opted it, into the same yeah because they center. they're just you know shouting into this vacuum of the same logic so ultimately you're just going to end up in the same place with people who are just a little bit nicer i guess yeah. which is right so much more annoying right. and they have this and they can live off this argument of like well at least we're being honest mm. at least we're telling it like it is at least we're te- at least we're <laughs> I'm your boss, and I realize that, and I'm working on checking my privilege, Yudoye. Okay, and I just wanted you to know that okay. I'm working on that for all right, you. All right, man. Well, I just look. I just needed a. Oh, sorry. I just, I just, I just <laughs> needed a. Co- I just needed a coffee. <laughs> oh, sorry. we're just out of, we're out of K cups, so I sorry. just needed a K cup. And I, and I, and I, so, I'm saying this tenderly. Okay. If your performance doesn't improve. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no. gonna use that and privilege. I, and I know you. And I know you understand. <laughs> I know yeah, you understand. Yeah, no, no, no. I got it. I got it. Um, that's 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 the contradiction of liberalism and neoliberalism. Yeah. It's like you, you're not going to be able to reconcile yeah. those two things. It's like racism exists, yeah. and uh, I'm going to be the boss. Dog. It's like it's like, and it's like no, and the solution is not a black boss. Yeah, yeah. the solution is 
no bosses. That's where we're starting to talk about. Like white people are still spending slavery money. It's just like it's been evaporated into the clouds and rained down again. It's it's the same molecules. Yeah, you know, it's like capitalism. Yeah, it's like you have not changed anything. You're you're still swimming in the same economic pool. Like it's called money laundering. Yeah, literally, you've laundered it into. Yeah, right. Chase Bank, dog. You've changed the sign in front of the town to be a different thing. Right. Same shit. Scrooge McDuck swimming in a fucking bank vault. Yeah, think about how many families in America are rich off that still. How many cities exist because of that. Right. I just feel like if we had more media with Bruce Willis in it, (laughs) (laughs) that really struck to the core that then white people would get it if you have bruce willis i don't think you understand the contradiction <laughs> you white supremacy and capitalism are interlocked don't you understand yeah. that okay and but, patriarchy okay yeah. but maybe if we had a black bruce willis yeah. it's interlocked social and economic bruce systems Billis. of domination <laughs> <laughs> Reinforcing each other in a death spiral. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those? Uh, the uh, one person called them adult daycare videos oh, yeah. on Twitter of people. I saw. I saw it, but didn't watch it. People going to like their job. One video that came out recently was someone who was like a consultant at Deloitte, and there was like mm-hmm. this all day like it literally adult daycare is exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's oh no, I did watch I did watch that. I watch it it's just like free consultant. Yeah, she's like twenty three. Room and oh look at this cute badge and this mug I have. I ended my oh day my at two a.m. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, we were so busy all day. Here's my cute coworkers. Oh my god, they're so cute. We like, finally got to take a break with all of my coworkers. Yeah. still working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to take a break on the clock. Yeah, I realized this last night. I'm like, I'm tired of working basic ass jobs and i'm also tired of having to work hard like i'm tired of both of those at the same time i'm just like nah nah (laughs) (laughs) work hard play hard yeah work work hard play hard yeah no i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) oh you don't want to work hard yeah no you don't want to work hard i'll just live in whatever version of work you want to work or you don't want to go to jail this is related to something i want to end up you ready to go to the booty house they got room for you in the booty house related to what i wanted to say earlier like when i was saying like imagining not having to work to live and I immediately yeah. like saw people, some people's reaction to that statement, like how preposterous they think that idea yeah. is. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, there's no doubt that there's labor that's gonna need to be done in order for all of us to survive and it's never gonna go away. But that's different than you're being a wage slave to yeah. eat. You yeah. know, it's like, there's enough in resources collectively for us to take care of the baseline shit. And then even in terms of labor, you know, like allocate, we decide together how much we're allocating to whatever needs we decide we have in a community, you know? It's the difference between work and a job. Yeah, man. A job is bullshit, but there's always work to be done. Sure. You well, know? that's why I use. That's why I say labor, even because yeah. work is like people use work and yeah. job as work a, sucks. Yeah. It's semantic. It's semantic it's, stuff. Yeah. But but you know, it's I'm, important. You get what I'm saying. I'm really yeah. yeah, it's important. Just, I'm yeah. really trying to like 
have the most slow, contemplative, peaceful life. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah. So far, I want to be a fucking hobbit, dude. Yeah. To be able to just like, <laughs> I want to be up. in a shire, dude. Yeah. Oh. I want to be a, a, a fucking, what's his name? Ba- Bagginses, dude. Yeah. Bagginses? <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of the... Bagginses? Uh, <sighs> There's um, other Le- Hobbit names Le- that are like Le- Flatfoot Le- and shit. Leroy Figwit. Baggins. Leroy <laughs> Baggins. Figwit. Leroy Either. Baggins. Oh uh, my god. What, you know what I'm trying to bring back? I'm trying to bring back uh, Kent. Sexy. Kent. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. You got me. Yeah. 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 What does he say? Cincinnati, stop. Move your feet. DC, beat your feet. <laughs> and you dress like a fucking guy who works at Rubin a Office. corporate manager, <laughs> right, right. a Trader Joe's I, manager. He worked for bosses that dress exactly like yeah. he was. He was dancing like he was introducing Justin Timberlake <laughs> yeah. to the stage. DC, beat Be your feet. He was doing the sound check for Justin Timberlake. Yeah. DC, beat your meat. It almost <laughs> had like a Barney cadence to like a PBS like Zoom. That's the like House of Mouse shit. That's where he started. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, started doing uh, exactly. Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. And you know, but what but, were you trying to bring back? Oh, I'm trying to bring back a can he come out to play energy? Mm-hmm. I miss that shit, man. Just friends Bro, just let's show nuke up. these phones. Get this yeah, shit out of here. Just show up at my house, man. Bro, etch, show etch up something at my house. Etch something in a tree for me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking give me that, geographical that, details that I, I will find. When's yeah. the last time you just climbed the rock, dude? Give me some you can't miss it ass directions. I don't want the fucking GPS. Yeah, I don't tell, want the address. Tell me the just ETA. get on. Be like you can't fucking miss it. Just go go down that trail, take a right. You can't fucking miss it. Yeah. I don't when know get, how long that is. Yeah, when you get past the mailbox, you've gone too far. Yeah, my dad would give directions like that. He'll give like the the most non-specific landmarks. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go down the street. Go down Memorial Drive, and then uh, when you get to a mailbox, you got what you got too far. You got to turn around. It's on the other side of the street. There's a big house with a yard. You it's can't a big. Miss it. It's a was, big house with a yard. You can't miss the, it. It's got a car out front. I was at the Met today, and they'll give instructions to the bathroom. I was like, "Where's the bathroom?" And they're like, "It's in the medieval section." And I'm like, "Why is there not a bathroom like right next to your big ass store?" To be frank, I'm tired of explaining this to people all day long. Find the medieval section on the map, and you will find the bathroom. Maybe scan the QR code, look at the map, and find it yourself. Uh, No nine yet. No, dude, the the Met store is like an is like a luxury. it's like I was like, oh look, oh this is a cute sweater, and I asked him like, how much is it? Because there's no price on it. He's like, that's seventy five dollars. That like, is Scottish wool, uh, hand woven in Scotland, yeah. and that will be three hundred and fifteen dollars <laughs> yeah. with tax. If, if you have to ask, they've got like a it. bunch of shit that's like El Met instead of the Met, like the Spanish version. Oh, like totes and hats and oh, that's so sexy, El Met. El Met, wow, great, yeah, mm, love yeah. It. But yeah, I had to like it was the instructions were just like yeah, if you go down there and take a left, I'm like this museum is massive. Like so, I had to ask three different people where it was, and they're like yeah, it's just down there to the left. You ever seen See? Page Master with Macaulay Culkin? You remember when he was running through the library? That's sort of like finding a bathroom in the Met. If you can imagine that. You and just got to run around and stumble no in. Ever <laughs> You've never watched The Page Master? No. What, do you oh, know what the fuck yeah, that no, is? Yeah, yeah. The people in the comments in the Discord are going to vindicate me. It's you being like 18 months older than me. <laughs> uh, Dream Away, Babyface, Lisa Stanfield, Go So Hard soundtrack. 
Amazing. You ever, you ever play the Page Master I'm gonna send game? it to you. I'll send you that. I'll play that song for you as soon as we're done recording. You ever play the Page Master game? I never played no. it. No. Was yeah. this on Genesis or something? It was something? on some crazy. Yeah, I think so. Something <laughs> crazy. I don't even remember. Page Master. What is that? Just a guy who reads? It's Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> And he basically goes into a lot. Yeah, I just remember it was animated. Who's the dude from Back to the Future? The, the uh, Doc, Marty McFly? Doc, no. Doc Brown? Um, Doc. Christopher. What's his name? Christopher. Lloyd. Chris Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah. Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. He plays this majestic, mystical <laughs> librarian <laughs> bookkeeper. And um, Macaulay, I've got to find and, the right book. <laughs> Macaulay walks in. He's it's like, bull- in, he's it's like, in the medieval section, Morty. He's like bullied by people. And like, so the lot, I think he's like running away even from bullies or it's the rain or something. And he, he goes yeah. into the library. It's completely empty except for this majestic librarian. And Christopher Lloyd does his like, oh, explore the books or some yeah. shit like that. And then. He just goes deeper and deeper into the library and gets lost, which was what yeah. my joke was about. Mm. And uh, <laughs> eventually, what happens? He opens a I book. I have not seen that movie in so long. I he can't opens some books, I think, and they're magical books. And some of the books come to life. And then it turns from live action to cartoon. Yeah. And now he's in the... He's like hopping from world to world, like Kingdom Hearts style. But it's like books and like fictional stories. So he's entering these different universes from classic it's like wishbone you ever see wishbone yes like wishbone i love that it's extremely corny does not hold up at all (laughs) uh that Aesthetically, don't open up that book. <laughs> that's a bad one. You got the same Robin does, Williams. Yeah, voice. I was saying that's Robin yeah, Williams. Exactly. <laughs> Marty, don't open the book. Oh no, don't open the book. Oh no, no, no. A poetry is very important. There's too many books, Marty. Macaulay. But dream away, babyface Lisa Stan- Stansfield. That's the highlight. Yeah, that song is mm-hmm. also corny but hard. It's one of those corny hard song that's like my shits they're corny but they're hard yeah Yeah. booty and the beast people bryson and celine dion another example Mm -hmm. booty (laughs) beauty oh i thought you said booty and the beast for a second (laughs) booty and the like that's that would be a great porno yeah booty and the breast that'd be a great porno (laughs) i'm sure (laughs) it exists it's out there booty and the beast i'm sure it exists oh my booty and the breast (laughs) Breasty in the butte. And the yeah, Peebo Bryson Breast. and Breast. Celine Dion have like a classic. I think they mm-hmm. got a Grammy for their Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. Their version of that. And it's amazing. Amazing duet. Beauty and the Beast. Where are we Man. at on time? Damn, I have not cute. I was going to say, a, we're in Brooklyn. It's 11.30. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. Uh, what time we start? I think it's four in the afternoon. Yeah. It was nine something. It was between probably nine fifteen and nine. You don't got a, sh- a stamp on that? No, I have not been keeping time. It doesn't tell you on the fucking. No, no, it just tells me bars. <laughs> it just tells you bars. <laughs> literally, literally, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Four thousand three hundred thirty. I kept track. Of, I was keeping track of the time, but I was, I just, you know, go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. bro. You know, we should yeah. probably call it. Okay. Unless y'all well, don't want to, fuck. I was gonna, I was gonna mention at the, at the beginning. Um, shout out to the donors because we don't really shout them out. So shout right. out to because there's been some people oh, that have yeah. consistently dropped some guap. Yeah. yeah, and we should probably do what everyone else does and 
have the donors. Yeah, we'll do that. The credits. Yeah. yeah. We got yeah. homie in the trenches. One homie in the trenches. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. That's, that, that's 100 a month. Yeah. 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 That's love, man. Shout out yeah. to Ian. Appreciate also. that. Thank man. you a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's awesome. Is Ian in the trenches? No, but I think he's been nearly this. I mean, he's, yeah. He's not in the trenches, but he's, Where? I think he's like, I'm not, I don't want to put his business out there. You know? Where? Yeah. And so you can go see how much he's. Yeah. yeah, it's all on open collective. So it's in the open. It's, it's all out there. It is. It's, it's transparent. Yeah. Um. And yeah, if you, if you guys watch this and want to see it continue you know um that would help us out promise at some point there will be you know incent <laughs> which camera was that a oh what is that a, that a wide yeah oh, okay Sorry. um th- i promise there will be you know extra bonus shit we're really just racking shit up yeah. um we gotta start doing like a kanye thing and have just like a filmographer on us all the time and we're just out about talking yeah. and then make vlogs out of it that's yeah. easy money I mean, you know who easy actually, cash see who actually it's an easy that. scheme <laughs> what we got to do is we got to make baby we got to make cgi baby cartoons and make five youtube channels and that will just <laughs> turn in money that's a real scam by the way um but yeah anyways thank you and you know subscribe to it uh and then i mean we already if you if you're you know trying to help from like a labor perspective go watch the last video we posted um because we kind of laid out what we need for support that's not just money um we almost need that more right now and then you know the money will come yeah we're just trying to get to a weekly uh schedule on this and uh and and on top of that have plenty of highlights for you guys every day because I think it's cool to have like a nice long form piece of content like this, mm. but then it's like you get all these semi long form, like three content. minute. Don't call it that. Con- content. Don't um, call it that. Call it art. <laughs> Please. You get a nice three hour piece of art like this, and then you get like highlights, uh, like six to eight, t- eight to ten, you know, highlights and yeah. verticals every week. You sound like a capitalist, Connor. Um, all these fucking numbers and content they don't realize why what fucking happened to the vibe man (laughs) what just happened to fucking vibing it out dude kind of really fell off that Connor. god damn it man (laughs) now i'm thinking of all these numbers and shit fucking god doing math in my head (laughs) fuck man the top one you know what's wild is People watching though, the, they're thinking about this shit too. That's the wild. That's like the level that we're at. Uh, now. Everyone's a content yeah. creator now. That's why. So, but it's like so everyone's accounting for like the logistics of our production yeah. and how yeah. we're. Please support. Yeah, fuckers. This <laughs> yeah. isn't like magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like don't just like give. This the, is this is six, gallery. This take. is six dudes just doing <laughs> yeah. this. You can, no money behind right, this at all. Right. You can go on Open Collective and see how much we're not making. <laughs> yeah, right. this is Nothing. just fucking off the, right. the hardest strength. Right. Yeah. The top 1% control the bottom 99% of what we could be making off of this program. And they'll say this. The top 1% run shit here. You just live here. Z and Yadoye, they work very hard. <laughs> You know, it was Obama or a Bernie. No, that was Bernie. <laughs> oh, Bernie. They yeah. work very hard. Oh, yeah. let me be clear. Let me be clear. That's oh, yeah. oh Bernie. Let, oh, let yeah. me be clear. Let me be clear. Uh, let me be clear. Uh, we're going to uh, drone strike. 
Uh, country. Ber- Bernie <laughs> Bernie talks like a white Denzel. He's <laughs> like, true program, nigga. <laughs> I'll have these motherfuckers playing basketball in oh, Pelican Bay. Yeah. You motherfuckers. You motherfuckers. You bastards. You shot me in the ass. <laughs> the booty house is still the best. You want to go to the booty house? There's room for you in the booty house. And I'll ask you this. Do you want to go to the booty house? <laughs> yeah. Jake. Cause that's where you'll end up, <laughs> Jake. You, oh, you motherfuckers, Jake. I didn't know you like to get wet. I didn't know you like to get wet. That's one thing I did not know about you is that you like to get wet. It's um, PCP, angel dust. We should try PCP on the show, dude. That's yeah, I've been thinking awesome. that, dude. Lace up, Fuck. 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 Have you ever tried PCP? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried that? Just go full Adam 22. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Have you ever tried this? It's crazy. You were in prison? Yeah. Whoa. What's that like being high? <laughs> so when Lil Dirt and Lil Skunk fought each other. <laughs> <laughs> Lil you Dirt, were there. Lil, Lil, Dirt <laughs> Lil Skunk and Lil Critter. Yeah. And Lil Goth. Lil Criddle. Yeah. <laughs> When Lil Krillin and XTC4 Little Krillin Krillin. Wow. When Lil Bear When Lil Fuck, man. When Lil Fuck and Little Shit fought at the fucking at fucking what's the Florida uh Super Tide, what's it called? Rolling Loud? Rolling Loud. When they fucked at Rolling Loud, did you sell them the fentanyl in that situation? Oh, you sucked his dick. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Cool. Nice. How many dicks have you sucked? Yeah. Really? That's a lot of dicks. (laughs) I know I do porn, but what's your body count? Yeah. You ever, like, fucking have sex? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, damn, does it get old? Like, it doesn't get old. Bro, I cannot imagine the mind you have for to have him it your... has to it got old it has to have gotten old bro yeah he he looks bored there was a clip of him explaining how many podcasts he does a week or a day and yeah. it's just like absurd i'd be like there has to be <laughs> just, just, there has just, to be something missing like, yeah, like, yeah, like for yeah, you to just be yeah. like able to like spiritually just yeah. dug through all that like He's, yeah I'm interested. Let me just act interested. This is not living. It's not life. Adam 22 introduced 16 people a week. How can life be like this? When he was attacked by a bear interviewing little shit and little Krillin. (laughs) Every single day. He records three, four podcasts It was a cartoon made by Akira Toriyama (laughs) back in Japan in the 80s. Akira. It was the beginning of anime in America. Majin Buu. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this? A pink guy named Majin Buu. Before that, it was the Cell Saga. Yeah. He absorbs the androids and he becomes perfect Cell. The and android saga ends with perfect Cell. And he turning into a big fat blob. When he's finally blown apart by Bruce Willis. Gohan. <laughs> Bruce Willis Bruce made Willis. 500 movies this year and we have been documenting it the entire time. Bruce Willis has been attempting to learn the Kamehameha. Yeah. Yajirobe is a fat unruly. 
is a mischievous, fat, and lazy character in the Dragon Ball Z. But he he comes in handy every now and again. Yeah. For example, when he cut when off he Vegeta's cut off tail. Vegeta's tail because he, he's a Saiyan. Because he had fallen prey to the full moon of his own making. A race of design. superhero monkey soldiers named... <laughs> <laughs> who become Ubermensch. <laughs> the Ubermensch. The king. The Aryan gods. Yeah. <laughs> the Saiyan race, they were dominated by the king Frieza. Yeah. He's argued he was based on la housing developers in Japan, but you could argue he's some something more akin to a slave driver. A gay goth lizard named Frieza <laughs> came, to, <laughs> came down to earth. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Cut into bits by trunks from the future. Frieza was serving cunt for sure. Yeah, yeah. If we're gonna, if we're gonna say yeah. that, we're gonna use that phrase. Yeah. I'd like to pitch that one. Out <laughs> he was. Frieza was non-binary for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. One of the greatest. What are you examples. talking about? You have genders. One, <laughs> one of the most. You inferior scum. There's more. I can't even. I, it's more gay. Yeah. 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 One of the best examples like of Kakarot. The most well-known examples of gender fluidity in anime. A gender fluid pink pearly lizard named Frieza. There's Frieza, and then there's Inosuke from Demon Slayer. Yeah. An angry man named yeah. Vegeta. I thought, thought y'all had it out of your system. No. No. no now not. we're just having fun. Yeah. We're like trying <laughs> to think of. This is what happens. Well, I was just thinking about how John Malkovich sounds like an American yeah. Werner Herzog. If John um, Malkovich and and <laughs> Werner Herzog had a conversation together, that would have the most periods in any dialogue you've ever heard. <laughs> the most consonants would ever be used. How are you pausing? <laughs> how are you pausing and speaking at the same time? Yeah. How do I say every word with a period at the end of it? This is the most staccato form of speaking. Yeah. Musically, it's just staccato. His voice is naturally EQ'd. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. He had a great quote on Fallon. He was like, you know, I get a lot of compliments on my voice uh, until I started a career as an opera singer. And then the compliments stopped. <laughs> the last one I have is he scanned Goku and it was over 9,000 ago. <laughs> Over 9,000 Napa no. Not to be mixed up with the tire company That is very popular One of my favorite facts about the Dragon Ball universe Is that all the Saiyans are named after vegetables <laughs> Goku is a type of radish In uh, Kakarot is actually It's a carrot Carrot Wow. It's a carrot. Vegeta, vegetable. Vegeta is vegetable. Raditz, radish, radish. What the fuck? You're right. Yes. And Beerus is named for beer. Um, <laughs> a great vegetable. Bul Bulma's family, of course, is named after uh, women's clothing, underwear. Bul her last name is underwear? Her last name is Brief. Bulma Brief. And, oh, that's funny. And Bulma. Uh, uh, her daughter is named Bulla, which is, you know, br bra. Bra. Oh, Bura. Trun trunks, of course, is uh, tr tr trunks. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you're actually right. Is this a real thing? It's a real thing. It's a very oh, real thing. Oh, that dude's weird, man. Yeah. That dude's real fucking weird. <laughs> Anyways. <Yeah. laughs> that was fun.
Bon Jay did episode. Please donate. Please. I'm going to talk like this the rest of the night into I'll, the work week. I'll be the American version. I'll be John Malkovich as we wrap it up. <laughs> so if you would like, if you would like to go to the Open Collective and give us some fucking money, <laughs> <laughs> give us fucking money, some fucking money, so that we can continue our fucking production. It's a crucifixion. Uh, if you guys could help, it would be really great. Yeah. That would be great. Do you want more of this? That would be great. I would love Hello. I mean, <laughs> chuckle time. You're a fucking Mormon. Everyone has a drinking problem. <laughs> How about three chucklepreneurs make it in the chuckle biz? Uh, yeah. Anyways, that was fun. <sighs> it was a, Shall we time. clap on, uh, on the silent four? On the silent four. Let's do it. I'll, uh, I'll count us. You can count it. All right. One, two, three. Ooh. Are we still recording? Yeah. I realized on the Dragon Ball Z name thing really quick. Uh-huh. Chi-Chi is dad. In oh, Japanese. Is, that, is, that is it really? Japanese? Chi-Chi? But Chi-Chi is the mom. Oh. Wow. What the fuck? And I've never looked that into that, why that is. Did you just think of well, that? Well, because- Wow. Yeah. I mean, Goku is a terrible father, but. Yeah, he's not a father. Yeah. He's just a guy. But that, I guess that. He's like, whatever they fucking say, Chi Chi. But, but she also would have been named in Dragon Ball before they ever had kids together. I don't know. Weird. Can we do the clap again? I want that fact in there. <laughs> well, we can just we can just punch that in. Yeah. Let's do the clap again. It's a it was a fake clap. Yeah. One Goku and Chi Chi. It's the tenth episode. There needed to be something special yeah, about this right. episode. You, you, you got, got fake see. clapped out. <laughs> Exclusive behind the scenes. Behind the scenes look at Chi Chi's name. <laughs> Goku and Chi Chi. They've never kissed. They've one, never kissed. Two. Frankly, <laughs> all right. One, one two, two three. three.